to maybe after we uh, storm the dragon lair, maybe. <clears throat> oh, I meant to. Okay, Fuck, I don't want to do that. Comic still wants to do is storm the dragon lair. <laughs> I I want to attempt to host the stream, but I don't know how to do that. Uh, I actually don't know how to host. He is the hostess with the mostest. I, heard, I was like, who's the new follower I got? And then inside I looked at it, I remembered my sister's uh, professor decided to follow me. Huh. Which was weird. Creepy. <laughs> it's a bit strange. He found out that she and I both game, and apparently he if he had known that when I was there, he would have recruited me for some esports team. And I'm like, no, I had the World of Warcraft team try to recruit me. And then I got stalked, so I'm a pass. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. That's so um, How does how does do? I can raid with my stream that I don't have on. I'll write you Friday if you're doing anything Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, oh, you could only host um, through the channel. The channel, what's it called? Uh, I just saw it. The channel dashboard. I'm on the dashboard. You can host through this. <laughs> Time to go to Google. Google, how do I do things? Hey, Google, how do I live my life? Why does it keep showing me upside down places? I'll keep us. Okay, I found the spell that I'm taking. Yep, yep, yep. I do like new spells. Yeah, this one's going to be dangerous for everybody. It's fine. Oh, great. Yeah, Not as, like if, as if we need your any relationship with Al Capone and the criminal underworld isn't already dangerous enough. Hey, it's helped everybody, okay? Did we take a long sure. rest or no? No. no? no, not yet. You guys met up cool. with uh, um, what's his name? Slack to play my stream on me. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I have a weird question. Has it, have we, is it still the third? I have, still have day three as the last day that I wrote down. Have I really only known y'all for three days now? Yes. Technically. <laughs> it's been a crazy three days. Technically. I don't know how to do it. I'm going to give up. I don't have patience. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> ah! ah! Stop. <laughs> I don't want to get us in trouble. I almost dropped scissors on my leg. Well, why the fuck would you do that? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I no. mean, that's <laughs> don't, possibilities. Don't, don't. don't Self-deprecation is my best talent. <laughs> it might be my only talent. That and making babies. See us how I have five kids. Any idiot Thanks, Kiki. Thanks. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of center myself as a specific idiot, not just idiot. <laughs> You're specifically an idiot. Thank you. See, McCallan gets it. He understands. I'm just here for the ride. Uh, Enigma, you are the ride. 
That's uncomfortable. <laughs> like we're just here while he just har- sexually harasses everybody. <laughs> Every Sunday. Every yeah, social mis- misfits that we are. <laughs> we are the social misfits from Social Misfit Island. Yeah. Here we hang out with Drana and we play Othello. Characters. Oh my god, that needs to stop. <laughs> I, I mean, you even let me build my own like uh, method of curing myself, so you don't even have to hear, hear the voice all the time until you know until you see Drana go running out in the ship. Where's my Where's my medicine? I can't find my medicine. Things are getting out of control. Where's my I, spice? It depends. Like it, if he actually thinks of making a way to cure himself, then maybe. But he has not thought about that at all. Don't worry, I got you. He's just got that IV bag hanging on his. That genetic uh, or that uh, bioengineered infuser of liquid medicine kind of physically inserted so he can just plug the the uh, end of the tube like into one end of his body and feed it directly into his system. You know, temporary solution until my ass goes fucking crazy. No. What's your character's name going to be, Aki? Do you want me to do it with the accent? Oh, oh, fuck yeah, I do. My name is Dr. Aethnor. Yeah, yeah, doctor, I, I, I need you to cure me, doctor. Could you, could you cure me, please, doctor? I'm quite <laughs> insane. I am crazy. This is perfect. Currently, you're not crazy. <laughs> Currently, you are higher than a kite. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm so high, I talk regular. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite literally how high my ca- my character is. Hey, Paradox, we haven't seen you for a while. I saw you in the Discord. How are you? Paradox, to hang out. Us on our di- on our Star Wars game. You should oh, join. Join he? us. He he's going to be our new Gajo because I know he lives in a rough connection zone. <laughs> I believe it's called it's the country of Alaska. Oh God. <laughs> Why are we suddenly on the opposite ends of the U.S.? I've heard of this country uh, called Alaska. I heard it's mostly ice. It's like Iceland. Uh, Not anymore. Iceland's not that much ice. Actually, Iceland isn't like ice at all. Greenland is all ice. No, not that much anymore. Oh yeah, oh, it's yeah. been melting. <laughs> it's actually melting. becoming green now. Yeah, yeah if you look at the satellite warming. images, it's it's yeah. terrifying. It's yeah, thank it's, you, global it's warming. Dramatic. Oh no, the world, it's broken. Oh no, the it's world, not gonna stop. it's broken. And it's actually all green. Giggity giggity Oh my god. So I've been working on the new uh, Monday campaign um, that will be live in studio. Um, it will be in the land of Isla. Isildra. Uh, it, no, Isila. Oh, from the Taldori campaign? Yeah, it'll Taldori. be based on the... Isidra? It's going to be Vasselheim. And it's going to be 250-ish years after the Vecna defeat. So all of the critical role stuff can go away, um, with one exception. The name of the campaign is going to be called Pike's Promise. Oh, 
as Pike will be the core of the campaign, as she is the one, as she is the one that is restoring the temple and uh, will have accomplished that. At this point, it should be restored, right? 250 years in the future, that's the point. So the whole idea is she's kept Pike's promise. Um, But the theme of the campaign is going to be exploration because the entire continent of Isola has not been explored at all under any stretch of the imagination. So it's all like virgin open ground. Our ground is solid permafrost for now, for now. Pretty soon, little alien creatures are going to defrost and come crawling out of the ground. Let's hope not. <laughs> we well, like, in have the, to... like in the Tomorrow War, right? That whole time slide thing in the Tomorrow War? Yeah. No, let's not. God, let's not. <laughs> the battle is real. I, I assure you, my friend, the creepy crawlies are going to come out and eat our insides. I, I know it. It's what they do. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Loverly. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Uh, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. We're going to be here for a little while as we... Well, so one of the things we're going to do with this particular campaign is this campaign is on its final arc within this particular setting. Um, we will probably last until March. Uh, then we're going to take a couple months off. Um, and then we're going to reassemble a new team that will continue the setting under another refocused arc. Because now that we've been playtesting a lot of the development stuff and other pieces we've been working on, I can now spend a couple months kind of solidifying the stuff I've been working on. Kiki and McAllen will be saying adios in March um, as they have real life stuff that is going to force them to not be able to hang out with us anymore on Wednesday nights. Um, so we've got them for, uh, the rest of this month and all of February. Um, do you guys know what part of March you start or your timeline changes? See, that's what I do. That's what's so scary about relationships. Colin immediately looked at, um, Teresa, and that's exactly what I do when people ask me about schedules. I look right at Calista. She pulls up her okay, she pulls up her phone and she's like, that's the date. So first first two weeks of March are good. And then I go back to school. So So we got you at least six more weeks. At least six more weeks. What you doing? So Uh, I have classes again. You have no class, Teresa. We've you've proved she's getting your MBA. Yeah. Uh you're doing your math. You're doing your business yes. uh, master's business program well i was doing it and then i had to take a break because we were moving and yeah. deaths in the family and yeah so real life and settled. real life stacked on real life i got you yep. i got you i got you i got you it happens don't miss all of and now it's oh. wednesday it's wednesday 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 my dudes oh my god so are we playing tomorrow then enigma Star Wars? Heck yeah! So Thursday, Star Wars, The Lost Stories. The Lost... Stories of the Lost? Stories of the Lost. Tales of the Lost. Tales of the Lost. It's an Enigma game. I'm not... I don't actually have to know shit. Um, (laughs) You don't have to... (laughs) That's concerning. uh, Tales of the Lost is our Star Wars game, and we are using Fantasy Flight um, rules for the most part. Uh, Fantasy Flight Genesis system. Fantasy Flight Genesis system. 
Um, and I believe uh, Enigma has most of that uh, in our Discord channel, uh, pinned and available to anybody who wants to review that. Um, that's our Thursday night game, which I'm excited because I don't have to run it. I get to play in it. Um, and then, of course, this Friday, nothing really scheduled. We'll probably have a creation day as I'm continuing <laughs> to build the new Monday campaign. The final episode of Faerun Reborn will be on Monday as we have finally concluded that two-year campaign and the final arc is playing out. Um, Tuesday, Denizens and Their Masters. Sunday, um, uh, Debtor's Gambit and an Absent Throne. Although I think we're going to take one more day off with Absent Throne and possibly play one more one-shot as two of our players are still out of town. Uh, fingers crossed that they don't get sick because everyone's going out of town and then coming home sick. And it's driving me nuts right now. Um, and Saturdays over at the D&D Club, you can find us playing The Grain Lands. Uh, which is one of my partner games I do at the D&D Club. Um, I was hoping to get time today to update the abouts, and I did not because I was out running errands all day, um, and I got back to the studio at around 2 o'clock today. I had a pay-to-play game at 3, that wrapped up at 6, and then I you know, got ready for the Descendants, although I didn't have to do much for tonight because... Most of what we're going to be doing for the next six weeks has already been built, structured, as we're going to be concluding this um, particular arc. Then we're going to take a break um, and put together a new team starting in the fall. Um, we will probably still have Calamex and Brash. Uh, hopefully, uh, Memorus will be back, and then we'll be adding two new parties or two new members to the team. Um, but hey, join our Discord because next Monday we're giving away stuff. Um, we do it every month, and we'll be giving it away during our final episode of Favor and Reborn. So come hang out with us over there. Um, the Discord link is down below. Our schedule is down below. All of our partners and everything are mostly down below. I promise you tomorrow, maybe promise tomorrow I can get that updated finally. We'll see. I have to pick up kids from school, and I have to build a tough shed on the property tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. If you don't hear from me... It didn't go well. Um, <laughs> it didn't go well if you don't hear from me. Um, uh, I should also give you all of my abouts so that we can yes. start putting my information in there. Yes, I, I do need that at some point. Uh, Enigma is on Tuesday's uh, Titans Revival on this channel. Um, he also runs um, uh, Stories of the... Uh, the Lost, Lost. Tales of the Lost on Thursdays um, and uh, hopefully he'll get a third game going because he's he's got the skills, he's definitely got the talent um, and I'm going to be starting my uh, pay to play tables uh, pretty soon so are you, I, Who are you doing it through? Uh, I'm going to probably be doing it through You used uh, the Demit plane, or there's two that there's really two or three that I know of. Uh, um, there's the one, uh, the 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 one where you just go register your game, um, and then people come and buy ticket seats. And there's two of them that are like that, and then I do mine through the D and D club because I now have five full tables through D and D club. Uh, no, it's uh, start playing and D and D club. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you are going to do D&D Club? Yeah. Cool. That Adam's a cool dude, man. Make sure you let him know that 
me and you are simpatico when it comes to our game style and, and our energy about playing this game. So I'll give him reference to this channel. From, from <laughs> oh, he knows. He knows. He knows. I'm supposed to be doing a Tailspire training session for a lot of his pro DMs um, that you know don't have a lot of tools to use for their online activities. If so, you need help, let me know. I will. Oh, I will. I, I definitely you. will. Although the the recent patch fucks some shit up, so I got to get. I, I got to figure out. It. Um, it, it's because the, they're they're getting ready to add uh, Hero the Forge. Hero Forge. Yeah. And what's really sad is all their patches is for the integration side. In other words, it's designed for their better profit line than it is if you're a DM just sharing your screen. Because if you're just sharing your screen and you're not allowing the player or not allowing, I don't want to force all my players to have to pay 25 bucks or whatever the price is now to like have to buy the software. I don't, I don't want to do that. They're free to if they choose to. But all of their patching and development lately has been on that side of the development because I think that's the side that makes them the biggest profit because more people will have to buy the game. Yeah. Whereas I, the I mean, way we run it, we don't do that. So uh, That's where it was going to end up going no matter what. And don't forget the way we run it, it's a little bit more stable. You know what I mean? True. It is a lot more stable. It'll be interesting to see how the Hero, Hero Forge generation works because I am really dying to get um, more modeling. And then the next big thing I really hope they work on, they're supposed to be dropping the cyberpunk um, mm -hmm. assets. So we'll have some cool sci-fi assets. Yep. Um, and they're also, I think they're looking at what they call full-size assets. So instead of having to take like 500 little assets to build something to look like something, they're going to start integrating like full-size assets. That way your, um, you know, your, your rendering won't get bogged down so severely. Um, like, I don't want to have to create a new mountain every time. You know what I mean? Just yeah. give me a mountain Eight asset, you know, <laughs> that I could just plop down and work with. That way, you know, our systems aren't like grinding those video cards, trying to keep everything up. So that's our schedule. That's our updates. Uh, we will miss you, Memorist, for the next couple of days. He is home very sick. Um, uh, but we will keep you in mind. We will definitely throw you in front of the most dangerous monsters we come across. Um, but, you know, we'll keep you around. Um, so, with that, took care of all of our um, boring detail shit. Let's uh, talk a little bit about where we last left off because it was a thing. It was definitely a thing. You made it a thing. It was great. Not to be confused with thong. <laughs> <laughs> Kiki, your deadpan on that was spectacular. That was great. <laughs> that was really great. <laughs> so, after solving the riddle of Suttonville to a point and realizing that the cult of the beast might be operating things are beginning to be make a little bit more sense. The idea of the hatchery, the subjugation and malformation of the dragon creatures, and now the chaos rifts coming into existence throughout not only the United States, but other parts of the world. The team managed to scrounge enough opportunity together and made use of something very rare. A teleportation circle, because magic in Terra is not very stable like it was back in the homeworld of the others. 
and this teleportation circle was used to track down a professor. This particular professor has been working on a cure, um, and I believe he goes by the name of Stillwell, uh, Dr. Gregory Stillwell, a half minotaur um, individual from the other side as well. Is he half, he's half minotaur? I he's he half full. minotaur. No, he was half minotaur. Cool. I thought um, it was cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Half what? There, what's there other half? Half. Oh yeah, what's his other half? Human? What's the other half? Don't know. No one bothered to make a real like, insight check. Um, I thought he was full. I mean, judging by what I saw looking down, I swore he was full minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> You're really on it today, aren't you? Kiki just smiles. Well, you know what? It's been two almost two weeks postpartum. What do you think, buddy? Anyways. Um, <laughs> Never had kids, so I don't know. I know. Yeah. If you ever see those TikTok memes or TikTok videos of like, you know, the, the, the woman coming home from her six-week postpartum checkup and she looks down the hallway, where are your clothes at? You know, it's, it's that vibe right now. Oh, God. And it ain't me. It's the other one in the room. She oh, is God. she is very much a dude. Um, so gaining access to the campus and discovering what Dr. Stillwell was working on, um, there seem to be a variety of these creatures or variations of them. The ones that are captured nearest the Chaos Rifts seem to be a species of origin. And when they interact with the Terrans and others of the Los Angeles area that you happen to be in right now, they seem to cause different effects, but the primary effect seems to be turning people into, for all intents and purposes, zombies. Um, As LA is slowly succumbing to this zombie threat, it was only during your assessment investigation and um, helping the uh, campus students and Dr. Stilwell in furthering progress on the studies that the campus became overrun. The team gathered up what they could, made their way to one of the trucks in the uh, maintenance yard, and with Memorous driving, if he's not piloting the ship, he's driving cars, you made your escape while under significant pursuit. When you made it to the uh, uh, the areas uh, uh of demarcation between the infested area and the area under control due to martial law being um, instituted throughout the city of LA. Um, The defense force there, the armed forces, uh, managed to hold off the incursion and gain all of you the opportunity of escape. Um, Slowly recovering, reporting your findings, and gathering information about the Oh, the, the idea that this is actually slowly becoming a summoning circle with the intent of creating uh, some type of gateway that so far still kind of eludes greater detail. But there were two points in the map that you suspect where these creatures might begin to arrive as the summoning circle has not been completed yet. You gathered up a couple lieutenants, uh, began to assemble some forces, It's only at this point, as you guys went over to the hospitals and the MASH units that were set up, that you saw some familiar people. And one in particular was an individual by the name of Slackjaw, who was slowly being put back together, 
and recovering from his wounds along the front of the southwest border with Mexico, which is now currently under a temporary ceasefire. With this, Calamex knew that recruiting Slackjaw was important, and so he did. Slackjaw then just kind of looked at Calamex, well, let's get going, get my peeps ready. And as all of you kind of watch him get up, the um, the uh, compression pins on his new uh, leg that's been adhered, his replacement jaw is firmly in place. This huge ogre of an individual gets up and the pistons are driving his leg as he's testing out his new limbs, his uh, augmented new augmented arm. He's kind of bending it, the weird balance of his feet kind of giving him a little bit more purpose to one side as he stands to his full nine feet of height. And he goes, well, let's get going. And leads you all in procession out into the major bivouacs of the defense force here. He then guides you over to where his troops are stationed and just kind of crosses his arms and looks down at the four of you and then kind of sees um, Memorus standing nearby I don't believe I know you. And Memorus just kind of goes, no, you don't. And then he looks over at you, Brash. I don't know you either. Where'd you pick them up, Calamex? They survived an artillery barrage. It's a badass. Well, Uh, I'm going to jump in. Uh, Oh, yeah, Kiki. They are good friends. This is Memorus. And this is Brash. Brash is fun. Memorous? I don't know. <laughs> that was an in-character laugh. This is Slackjaw. <laughs> uh, pleasure to meet the two of you. Since you're not able to die, you'll be perfect for this mission. <laughs> That's why they make good friends. Yeah. Friends you are watch, better when they don't die. You watch as Slackjaw leans down towards Calamex. Is she okay? Nope. All right. Just checking. Nope. well anyways let me get my peeps together um we'll meet you over there in about an hour or so if you need equipment go to that bivouac over there they got all the shit you need um if you need medical supplies go back into the hospital uh look for dr jennings uh he'll have whatever you need there um but we'll rally at the motor pool and uh, I believe you said that you have a couple uh, armored vehicles and a couple uh, global lieutenants are going to be joining us, yeah? Yes, the lieutenants and a Task Force X. I'm not sure what that is. Well, isn't that us? I have no clue. Are you no. guys Task Force X? <laughs> I, I, I assume that was a cool name you came up with, mate. I don't Sounds know. like it, some sort of suicide squad. <laughs> well, I don't uh, know. Uh, <laughs> oh, Kiki, you died. You okay? <laughs> oh, that was well, funny. That was well, real funny. On that note, Calamex, before you all go off and do your things, where exactly are we going again? I, I, just so I can prepare my team. We are going to stop more of those portals from opening because if they open it creates a giant summoning circle 
Oh, right. Oh, yeah, because something really big's coming, right? Yeah, but let me explain. You know what a summoning circle is from the home world, yes? Summoned it. It was small. Well, to be fair, I'm not much smarter here than I was there. So magics wasn't really my thing, mate. Well, just imagine this, this a normal summoning circle is probably as big as you are. This one is on the scale of the country. Oh, well, fuck. How are we yeah. going to stop something <laughs> like that, mate? We have multiple teams working. I mean, you put teams. a row of bad guys in front of me, me and my sappers. We'll take them down. But uh, what do we... I mean, are we going up against these undead things, then? We're going up against undead and magic casters. That's why oh, I need you. Fuck. I think you're going to well, scare him out of this. I got a couple battle mages I can pull into this. Ooh, I got mages. some... I got at least half a rifle squad that's functioning. Um, I got a heavy machine gunner I can bring with us. I can maybe put together half a company, mate. That's about the best I'm going to be able to do for you. Most hey, of I the see. ones, yeah, most of them are either in parts or being put back together, if you get my drift. Listen, Slackjaw, whatever you can put together is what I need. Do we know a location we're going to? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, the location is uh, out on the outskirts of Hollywood. You said it like it's such a foreign place. It Hollywood. is a foreign place to me. Hollywood. Hollywood land. What the fuck are we going out there for? That's where all them people dress up and dance around like fools. It's one of the places that we know is going to become a catalyst for this thing. Well, that's behind the lines, mate. Did you tell the people in charge about wait, wait, that? No, no, I'm sorry. I, I might have that written down, though. No, there's Hollywood Land and then a maintenance yard, both of which are behind the lines because no one knows that these things are expanding outward. Oh, yeah. You had discovered they, they were, so you had gone back to the headquarters and mentioned, hey, we need people to go to these two locations. So the, the lieutenant... Uh, the two lieutenants and their platoons are heading to the maintenance yard while you and Slackjaw are going to head over to Hollywoodland. Yeah. And so I said, yes, the two lieutenants that we have are sending their own platoons over there so oh. they could lock, uh, lock down the maintenance yards. We are going to lock down the Hollywood land. Um, yeah, i got a guy who knows a girl. I might be able to get us a tank. I just look at him and go, you know what? After this, yeah. I'm not only going to get you one drink, I'm going to get you two, and I'm going to fix that leg to make it work real good. Oh, that's pretty cool, mate. I mean, we're going to die, but I like your optimism. He, like, oh. turns around <laughs> and kind of, like, goes into the bivouac. He's, like, barking out orders to all of his mates and... There's people like run up to him and grab onto him that he's, you know, back in one piece again. And he starts kind of talking about what they're going to do next. And you can just see the looks of like joy on their faces as they realize right. he's coming I up. I forgot that the, the, all these people are just a bunch of like sickos. And oh, yeah. They're <laughs> insane. They're all insane. That's the, that's the whole point of Slackjaw's troop. You know, it's like. You know, he's he's the ringleader of this circus, and it is a circus. I mean, there's a gnome with two augmented arms carrying this huge heavy machine gun that you've never seen before. Um, and he's got, like, a giant water backpack on so that it self-cools 
the apparatus as he fires it. You can, you can see, you can see like, you know, you can see the two battle mages are kind of, they're twins. Um, and they're kind of just staring at Slackjaw as he's kind of explaining everything. You watch as a, at least a dozen or so heavy riflemen are leaning on these guns that you've never seen before. There's German or there's uh, gnome engineers moving about in the background, working on strange contraptions. And that's when you see a halfling goes racing over uh, along with four other Terrans, pulls this huge tarpaulin off this bizarre looking contraption that you've ever seen. It looks a little bit like some of the clunkier tanks that you've seen, but this thing is fucking huge. It's got this monster cannon on it. It's got these huge heavy guns on it. Um, you can see that it's got almost like a parapet style defense in the middle of it with these iron uh, like spikes coming outward. And you can see the desiccated and rotted bodies and corpses and heads just hanging off the thing as you could tell this thing's just been driving through crowds of the dead and they haven't bothered to clean it. They just leave the shit on there. There's huge wow. clouds of flies and birds come down and pick off it from time to time. <laughs> it's so you guys have some prep you're able to do, but before we jump into that prep and getting ready to head into Hollywood land, um, we leveled up. So all your standard leveling is done. Calamex, what do you feel like you, what do you think Calamex has learned since the last time we've leveled up that you feel like that he could use as a particular skill, feat, or ability? He's leaned into the leadership role. Okay. He, he knows I am the one that people look to, so I need to support them in their pursuits of looking to me okay like, like you I, managing to me, points to me that feels like uh you have advantage with persuasion uh i feel like it's a orders like leadership checks so let's say anytime you take an immediate leadership role and you give a 10 minute speech that will give whoever you give the speech to advantage for eight hours. Oh, that's a long time. That wow. <laughs> and, that'll, and that'll give them advantage on any combat rolls. Okay. So eight hours. That's pretty good. Advantage uh, in combat, but you get the talk for ten minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, Nigma loves to talk. I mean Calvix loves to talk. Bra. 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 He loves bras. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but you know, each to their own. Bras um, or Which one? I'm just kidding. Crash, what do you feel like you've learned as a character over the last beginning of the game for you to this recent level up? What's a scale um, fee feature or some unique thing that you think Brash would have acquired by now? Not so good at the finding the feats part of it, but I feel like in the three days that Brash has been here, she's gone from being more worried about like, let me just get to the next spot that I can hop on the next train to where she's kind of like, I'm gonna stick through this with these people because like, I think Brash is probably the Brash is kind of the person that gets attached really quickly. Oh, <laughs> so let's yeah. call that 
Let's call that Brash's Resolve. And Brash's Resolve gains you advantage <laughs> on charisma checks whenever you're in melee combat. Hmm. Kiki, what do you feel like you might have learned since this recent level up? Um, <laughs> my mind splits two ways. My mind's like, wouldn't it be really cool if I could do this? But it doesn't make any sense. But um, I think Kiki, as Kiki, um, is trying to navigate communication and um, like outward kind of controlling what she says. She's kind of a, let's just say whatever, just like, I notice something, I'm going to say it. And it's not really effective in this context. Whereas it was when she was like um, in shallow, rich people, upstate New York. And she just say what's on her mind. Like this person's bold. This person's cool. But here it's just kind of making people suspicious of her. So I think she's just learning how to, Maintain herself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make me laugh. How, this bitch. How, <laughs> how does how does Kiki see that as an improvement though? Like you know, what I mean, like how what skill do you think will will make her perform better because of it? Uh, the ability to read people, insight, observant. Yes, maybe. yes, insight, reading well, the room, so to speak. We'll now say not- Kiki is proficient. An insight. Oh, sweet. Okay. And whenever you make insight checks, it'll be with advantage. Cool. McKellen, nice. what about you? Not sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, it's it's kind of a difficult because I feel that McKellen's just been trying to hone up hone in on the skills that he has to try and assist by being observant, by, you know, looking for things that others might not notice and um, trying to be of assistance in that way. So as far as like something he's been learning, it's, I feel like it's just more dig down on his roots. Yeah. I like that. What skill do you think best describes that interpretation of what you think he's learned? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I, I didn't... Yeah, I kind of feel like you, you, out of all of the descendant personalities, you and Sherlock Holmes seem to have bonded the best. And I feel like there's some nuance there. There's a reason for that. Yeah, the thing is, I already have... Oh, no, I'm pretty uh, cool with Ragnar, you know? Just, just, just <laughs> yeah, but you and Ragnar there. just want to go fight, fuck, and drink. I don't, I don't want to hear We don't have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... The thing is, is I already have expertise in investigation, perception, and the observant feat. What um, do you think about history, though? Your relationship from a historical <clears throat> perspective? That's a good 
point because I do not have the high of history and perhaps that is going to help me out a lot is with having Sherlock um, help boost that up. We'll call that McCallan's understanding. You now have advantage in your history checks. Mm, That's a good one. So with that, there is the hospital to get supplies from. There's the armory. There's the maintenance yard. You're now in a major operational base at this point. It's heavily defended. Um, It's not all that dissimilar than the trench-style warfare you remember seeing in the Southwest Territory. The only thing is, it's riddled with the sound of occasional machine gun fire and rifle fire as the zombie horde ever-growing, ever-expanding, challenges the perimeter of the barriers only to be pushed back. Uh, Calamex, you watch as something flames off near the edge of the trenched and barriered area, and you can't help but notice something cool you haven't seen before. You watch as this individual dressed in heavy plate mail armor, like it looks old-school plate mail armor. They have this huge backpack on, and they're carrying this weird kind of uh, uh, doesn't quite look like a gun, but there's a hose connected to the back of it. And every time they point down into the barriers that are erected, you watch as this gelatinous gloop kind of shoots out and then instantly turns to flame as they're just hosing down the zombie horde with this flame ejection contraption. You've never seen it before, but it looks pretty fucking cool. I'm more interested in the medical stuff. Oh, I know. <laughs> Catches your eye because of your passive perception. Oh, yeah. Very cool. So, you can, you have the access to the mash unit in the hospital section. You have access to the armory. Uh, you have access to the maintenance yard. Um, uh, Slackjaw's troop is still busy getting assembled, and eventually you hear the belching noise of the huge tank coming into life. Um, what do you guys want to do? Now that I, uh, for some reason before, I did not quite understand how rage worked, but I reread it because derp. Can I go get some <laughs> actual armor? <laughs> because I have not had armor this whole time. Head on over to the armory, see what they have. Uh, I think you're. it's more for unarmored defense that you have. You don't have armor. Because unarmored defense gives you your constitution plus your deck score added to your AC. But keep in mind, this is the 1920s. They may have alternative armors you could use, and then you could quickly drop the armor in rage. Um, there's lots of options that could be adv- advantageous with that combination. That's right. That's what that is. That's why I was wearing it. I was like, there's something in there where I'm not supposed to wear armor. And I could not remember it. That's what that was. Never mind. I'm going to not do that. I'm going to go to the hospital because I have ouchies. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> we all kind of have ouchies. Yeah. Yeah, we all have yeah. ouchies. Like, my, like, the back half of my, you know, suit is just burnt off, so. <laughs> we'll say. Yeah, I mean, y'all can come too, but I'm just letting y'all know where I'm going. <laughs> for the brevity of time, we'll say that the, um, the, uh, the, the first aid and the um, God, my brain is not working tonight, Enigma. Uh, the corpsmen uh, that handle and deal with um, the administration of first aid. 
when you were lingering and talking with Slackjaw within the hospital, we can treat as a short rest, first of all. So feel yeah. free to trigger off a short rest. All of you were given stimulant packs, which is a new um, uh, uh, thing that's come into existence since the war has been ongoing. What does it do? You you each have two of them now. Uh, They're both basically potions of superior healing. Ooh, I already have some potions. More potions. Ooh, superior healing. And these are metal cylindrical injector tubes that you press up against your skin, you jam down on the plunger, and it goes into your bloodstream. All sounds... I know that this is an escapist thing, but every, like, medical type of shot thing I'm hearing just reminds me of you-know-what. Oh, sounds so real! Yeah, except you're not fighting Cthulhu. Yeah, but it could be a metaphor for, you know what? Oh, there's lots of metaphor going on right now, I agree. They both start with C, for one. They're both, they're both from China. Bruh. Bruh. Kiki's got to get her geography straightened up. <laughs> Although the Spanish flu is raging across the world still. I, I mean, I was studying that for a yep. long time. Yep. He's a doctor. So, you guys have had your medical attention dealt with. What else would you like to accomplish other than run to the bathroom, which Kiki just did? Uh, I would like to go to the hospital or whatever, the mess, ma- uh, mash unit okay. with Brash. Okay. Just to see if there's since I am medical professional, I need I'm running low on supplies anyway. Okay. So I kind of need to see the updates and maybe get see, some better armor as well. Yeah, you could see um, <clears throat> what looks to be a medical doctor checking the bed charts moving down each bed. Um, he eventually stops Jennings. nearby you and sees you and goes, oh, is there something I can do for you? Uh, I'm looking for a Dr. Jennings. Um. I'm Dr. Jennings. Um, uh, Dr. Calamex Metasteel. I sh- shake his hand. Ow. Um, pleasure to meet you. Apologies. Yet your hands are quite strong. large. You're, you're... Are you another? Uh, yes. Ah, you must know Slackjaw then. He always yes. tends to send um, his friends to me. Um, I'm not sure why I treat everyone the same way, but... Um, what can I do for you and your, oh my goodness, your tabaxi? What? I've, I haven't met, uh, my friends have told me about your people. Um. He's a cat lover. <laughs> I. What do you mean, your people? Well, I mean. That's racist. Your, well, no, your lineage, I have to apologize. Your lineage. <laughs> we don't see many of you. I, I, did not did all of you not come over? Did you uh, have all the clans come over? I I, I would I, imagine I I've seen plenty of gnomes and um uh, and other types have come through. Unfortunately, have come through my care. I wish they hadn't. Um, this war is miserable, and I can't wait for it to be over. But um, I I would think I would see more of you. Uh, my whole clan came through. 
That is amazing. I'm glad to hear that. I've only ever seen one other tabaxi during my five years of service. So oh. it's good to see more of you. Yeah, they- what can I do for you? And what, I'm sorry. Her uncomfortable. Your, Don't make what, her sound like uh, like out of the normal. Don't you're making her uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Damn it! I'm in full screen, or else I would have hit the remove button." Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. What's your name? Uh, most people just call me Brash. Oh, are you affiliated with the clan? Not no. Not anymore. Strange. What can I do for you? Brush, you just kind of like gestures to her spots with like singed fur. (laughs) Ouches. Oh. Um. Is your tongue injured? Your your speech seems strange. Oh, anyways, uh, let me take a look at that. And you watch as he kind of examines the burn area and quickly cleans away some of the burnt fur and then kind of looks at your shoulder and the back of your other arm. And you watch as he reaches down and he pulls out a ointment package and kind of hands it off to you. Um, Just apply this to your burn areas. Um, That should help, I believe. Um, You said you've only seen one other tabaxi ever? Yes. Uh, Within the last five years of my service, yes, correct. Oh, I... I thought my clan, my old, my old clan was near here. I guess they must have moved. I, I'm not familiar with the Los Angeles area. I was brought oh. in from uh, Miami just recently. I've been in the service in the Southwest for, oh, it's a very, very fun city in the part of the country that looks like a dick. Oh, the, the dick spot. The, yeah, okay, yes. I know what that yeah. is. Yes. <laughs> Oddly enough, okay. it's full of dicks, but that's a different story. In the background, you guys hear just a ripping shirt as Calumex <laughs> takes off like the d- destroyed jacket and like dress suit, puts it down, and all he's wearing is Kevlar, and he just grabs a doctor's <laughs> mantle and puts it on and goes, yes, yes. Anyway. yes unfortunately, I'm not familiar with this area as much as I was with my previous station. Um, I was just surprised to see you. Uh, there is a small tabaxi clan, I believe, in a place called Fort Lauderdale, um, the mm. clan of the clan of the Rough Shore. Um, small community, but good people. Yeah, but I don't know of many other clans that came over because you know we were our my clan was nomadic, so mm. we moved a lot before. Well. Maybe after all this is done, me and you could speak. I, I'm working on a book called The Journey of the Others and all the wonderful people that I've met during my service and the amazing contribution that the others have made in our war. And I'm surprised that he doesn't recognize my name. Kelly <laughs> <laughs> just sit there brooding in the background while Brad. Yeah, is. yeah. Why is he talking he to Brad? He must like cats. Well, maybe oh. he's interested in. T- it's not all about you, okay, Calumex? Calm down. <laughs> uh, give me an insight check, then, Calumex. I'm okay with that. <laughs> maybe he's oh, playing no. hard to get. What'd you do? 
I rolled a natural one. <laughs> he's gonna I mope mean, in the back corner. He, he's either not practicing your in your realm of understanding of you know uh, the medicine that you practice in, um, but for the most part, you know, he just seems very intrigued with Brash and very in tune with the conversation that he's having with her. How much is this sitting on the table, just waiting for her to be finished? Yeah. Can can I go over to Calamex and, and kind of like? Why are you touching me? <laughs> I just, Not touching I just you. That you're, I, just see you're, I see you're sitting here, and I, I was just wondering what you're thinking. You could stop poking me. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, I'm not thinking of anything currently. I'm thinking of all, all the many different supplies that we might need for what comes next. You think we can get them all here? No. But we'll get as much as I can. What's McKellen doing? Staring hard. Damn. <laughs> staring hard. If, if he's scary, I'm gonna. After this conversation, I'm gonna walk over and just. <laughs> he's gonna go he's, boop everybody on the nose. He's resisting the temptation to steal all the drugs. And as he's doing that, I'm just like, uh, give me a con save, like, like, No. No, give me I'm a just, wisdom save. This, is, this feels like a bad choice that you're making. Right. As he's thinking about this, I'm just poking it's his It's a bad face. choice not to steal it? Yeah. Totally. Oh, sweet. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Natural one, club bud. Oh my god, I rolled, rolled I'm just poking him as I'm... Um, I mean... I'm, there's a small metal box with the medical term painkillers on it. You just grab it and shove it into your pocket. And um, I'm going to I'm gonna caress his face. Are you in pain? I'm assuming I did it when she wasn't looking. I, no, Correct. I'm just... Okay, Correct. okay, never mind. I won't say that then. Take it back. I'll, after talking to Calamax, I'm just going to just poke him. We're very touchy today, Missy. I just feel like it. It's good that you're feeling something other than logic. He watches her eye kind of dilates and the whirring sound that the eye makes. Uh, Mistress, this is the network. There is a 26% probability that one of those rifts is beginning to open in a place referred to as Hollywood land, as well as a local maintenance yard in an area called Hawthorne. Hawthorne? Yes. Where is this Hawthorne? It is roughly six miles from your present location, due east. And how close are we to Hollywood land? You are four miles due west of that location. Um, can you tell me the rate in which it's opening? Uh, probability of what we are now deeming section two is uh, expanding at a rate of 2.5% per hour. 
the one we are deferring to as section four is expanding at 3.6% per hour. We believe that the full combination culmination of these two events will transpire within the next eight hours. Okay. Thank you. Now it seems the energy is building at a significant pace. We are tracing this energy source now. Hopefully we will have the information for you shortly. Okay, and please try to find as much information as you can as to what is going on that is causing this opening and the opposite, which can help us close this. Uh, we will begin to run the algorithms and the interpretive information that we have. We still think that the final outcome is inevitable, mm. but we did give you 24 hours to prove us otherwise. Be advised, the codes are prepared for download, and your extraction will be based on the conclusion of that 24-hour time frame. We are in the process right. now of backing up your systems, and we'll be able to um, safely stow you away for journey home. Of course. Thank you, network. You just feel the kind of disconnect. The eye kind of focuses back into its normal consideration. So while um, Brash is still talking to the medic, I'm just going to, after poking their faces, I'm just going to grab their arms and just kind of like huddle in and be like, this is very important. Everything you say is important, Kiki. No, that's not true. Um, but Thank anyways. <laughs> At least she knows. The, um, so the portals are opening in both Hollywoodland and Hawthorne. They're expanding at 2.5% per hour. Within the next six, eight hours, they're going to um, completely be open. So we need to stop that. But also I need to extract as much as much information as I can about this strange portal occurrence because it is new to my world and then we will be safe. New to your what? I don't believe I need to repeat myself as you already, <laughs> <laughs> as you already expressed knowledge knowledge in what I am. No, 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 so. no. We have no, no, no. Remember, we don't know anything. You've told us that we don't know anything. And, and your um, <laughs> hand, immense size of your hand gestures show that you are being that so-called sarcastic. So no, no. I will not. No, no, no. Comply. You told us specifically, we don't know anything because of bad things. We don't know. No, you don't know anything. Right. But. The information I just gave you, it's very important. Let's go. We, we have an hour for all of the I men to get ready. this conversation we as well, or am I still sitting there oh, blabbing talking, to the doctor? Yeah, them. you and the doctor are just going back and forth. Exactly. But you're... I was just poking their faces. I don't know if she could focus on both at the same time. Just like I, I think I that's both an Aki and a brash reality. I'm okay with that. Oh. <laughs> and you're like Wait, looking away from the doctor and then looking at them and looking at the... Well, anyways, I see uh, you and your friends are, are busy. Um, uh, oh. Use Apply this ointment to prevent infection. Um, he basically has given you a, a liquid ointment that's the equivalent of a lesser healing potion um, or a regular healing potion. Um, but it's got 10 applications in it. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, <clears throat> I apologize okay. for interrupting. No, Jones. no, it's it, it's fine. Okay. I understand. It, um, it's telling him so, about my clan. I am low on medical nice supplies, head. and we are about to go undertake a suicide mission, essentially. Oh and, my god. Uh, we need more medical supplies, and I'm the one who needs to gather. Is there oh, anything that is? She holds up the tube. I I, I kind of keep that in your hands. Keep that for yourself. Okay. Put it in my pocket. Um, if you truly do know Slackjaw, then I have no problem. Uh, we maintain company level um, uh, outfit um, equipment and medical supplies it needs behind the mass unit. Um, just be sure to fill out the documents, uh, take what you need, record it. Um, please, if there's anything we have plenty of right now, is medical supplies. Not many live long enough to use them, if you understand my meaning. That's why I'm going. That's Make sad. sure as many as possible come back. Oh. Well, it's, it's, it's the way they turn, Rash. Oh, no, I bit. know. I saw them. I yeah, watched them do it out a window in a basement. Once they're bit, there's little I can do. Yes. Yeah. Let's go fix it. Be mindful of that. No bites. Uh, Brash, I, I look at Brash and the rest of us, and we're severely lacking in the armor department. <laughs> um, we should probably go to the armory as well. I don't so like we can outfit ourselves with something that would protect most of our bodies from biting. Okay. Or maybe the stabbings as well. We don't know. <laughs> the stabbings, the shootings, the biting, all these things that are trying to kill us, yeah. Yes. Uh, I've been bit and stabbed before. It's not fun. Yeah, but, but then they really zombie. funny pieces because I get hair in their mouths. Yes, but Brash, remember the zombies. Yeah, they won't taste the hair. It wouldn't be as funny. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we don't want the zombies to chew you. Brash is like fairly skinny for a tabaxi, so she's like, "Yeah, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of meat." You know what? <laughs> We're just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> even even the doctor Jenny's is like. This is a weird conversation. I'm gonna go treat patients. Good luck. And he kind of just like turns and. Kind of pulls his smock a little bit closer and goes back to reading the charts at the end of the beds. I go to the back of the mash unit, write out whatever paperwork I need to go yep. with. So what are you looking for specifically? Um, I am low on literally everything. <laughs> you find a little bit of everything. Okay. Uh, I needed diamond dust. I need, I need everything because I don't have... I, I, I will just say I will say any of your arcane components you can get from Slackjaw's people, and then any of your medical augmentations and medical support components you can get from the supply sergeant behind the mass unit. Okay, uh, so I'll just so say you can consider that those refilled okay. to the levels that you feel are you know necessary. Yeah, which uh, and then I would like to get. Uh, I think Kiki broke her camera. Because uh -oh. <laughs> I heard her, I heard her lean over and say something to Colin, and then Colin had to get up. And now you're going to hear a hammer hitting a plastic casing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there uh, she is. Did you turn Any, it off? Turn it back um, on again. I would like. So I have surgical tools. 
but I have nothing for field surgery. Um, if I could get a field surgeon's kit. Yep. There's at least two of those you can grab. Okay. And the little and and the little Terran guy kind of looking at you, very kind of uh, the kind of nerdy type that's not a frontline soldier, you know, that type that's probably better fit for, um, you know, dealing with quartermaster responsibilities and, you know, as um, you know what we've got these new, um, I don't mean to be rude, but are you from Slackjaw's troop? Yes. I'm um, going to be just, leading Snackdog. We we yes. just got these in from the gnome fabricators. You might want to try them. Um, give me just give me a second. Uh, I'm I'm handing them out to most of the special units that might need them because I know they're going to be out in the field and furthest out, and they might need them. Um, but here, 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 give me a second. He kind of like turns. He's moving boxes and he opens a box. Oh yeah, yeah. And he reaches in. And he comes back with a small metal box with a very single, like, um, diamond-encrusted button on the top of it. Um, so uh, this one, and we've, we've been using them in some of the other areas because we can't get full mash units out, but um, this box turns into a small uh, treatment center. Um, so you can, like, hit the button, and it turns into a campsite, and it also has equipment you might need. It comes with... Um, uh, they call it an a, a invisible servant. I yes. don't know you how your magic thingies work, but that's what it's called. Um, it also comes with augmented support devices as well. The ability for you to treat those with augmented features. So a full triage center then. To, to a little bit, just not in size or scope. It's almost like a, it would be the equivalent of like two beds and more than know. enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't All know right. why I was thinking. And evidently, you just invoke it by, by by pressing this button. It's really cool. We tested one out back. It works, as far as we can tell. the The servant thing's creepy as fuck. I mean, it looks like a ghost. Um, I yes, know. I know. I have one. You have a ghost. <laughs> well, it's more of a wind spirit that you bind to a certain spot, and it listens to you. But yes, it's a ghost. Hey, no need to fill out the paperwork. You're good to go, man. You're with Slackjaw's peeps. <laughs> Okay. He's, just, uh, he's a little creeped out. <laughs> I go, uh, uh, thank you. The armory tent is... Uh, yeah, it's on the other side by the by the motor pool. Thank you. You I can't miss it. it. It's full of, like, equipment and shit. Right. Thank you. Walk away. <laughs> so... Oh wait! I tried you... to my human form, but I'm still fucking humongous. So. Yeah, it's a, and that's what kind of still kind of calls you out from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually rolled a natural twenty for his insight. That's why it triggered the opportunity for me to interact with you as another. Um, all of you take your time, conclude your activities within the um, medical areas, and wander over to the armory. There you can see. Um, a very, very... I've always wanted to do one of these characters. I've always wanted to do one of these characters. He is clearly an orc. Can't miss him. Big square jaw. He's got this greasy cigar hanging out of the corner of his mouth. Um, he's got a metal plate stitched to his left eye. He's currently working on filling in some paperwork. He's on the other side of the checkout counter within the um, within the armory. 
Um, and he's kind of doing that thing that master sergeants do when they're bored and have to, and they're forced to write. He's like talking to himself. I don't fucking understand why they need so much goddamn fucking paperwork. Doesn't make sense. Hey, all the death and destruction in the fucking world. And then he sees your shadows kind of cast over where he's working and he looks up, he goes, Oh, for fuck's sake, what do you want? Wow. Wow. Just chomps on his cigar. We're in uh, so uh, excited. We're in need of armor. Yeah, I should say so. You're practically fucking naked. Brashlam immediately looks out of checker clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't not. aware that Tabaxi wore armor to begin with. It's kind of like putting socks on a dog. <laughs> I don't like socks. They, they feel weird on my feet. And, and she's and, not like a dog. Well, she's more like a cat. Not sure. A cat, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so you're looking for armor, are you? Yes. Uh, you doing wet work today, or are you uh, behind the lines with the rest of them? We're going out with the Task Force X. I don't know what that is. People keep saying that, like I know what the fuck that is, and I don't. Slackjaw's unit. Yeah, oh, yeah, old Slackjaw. Yeah, I saw them put him together yesterday. Um, sure. Uh, what kind of armor are you looking for? Uh, class specific. Um, my friend here is a good investigator and. Uh, Martial artist. Uh, she's some sort of arcane caster. She's a frontline fighter, um, but she's not really an armor specific individual. But something that would protect her from the bites from the zombies would be great. And I am a I am a surgeon. Zombies suck. <laughs> well, zombies we don't have enough to give all the frontline troops this shit. But you know what? I like Slackjaw's feet, peeps. They're they're. They're fucking fighters. They die a lot. So I kind of feel like you're worth the, worth the risk. Um, let me see here. Uh, for you, uh, Tabaxi, come here for a second, would you? Bash just kind of walks over. She's yeah. still in like the tunic and pants. Let's just, see. Like, Let's get rid of that shit. That's my old school shit. You don't need that. I don't know why you're carrying that. You're kind Did of you just take off my shirt and pants? <laughs> just leave me like butt ass naked. No. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm wearing. That's He's like, like pulling cloak. out like these weird trinkets and oh, shit that okay. you're carrying, <laughs> and he goes, "All right, so here, let's let's try He's this one out." Drum, and you dude. watch as he pulls this like really intricately designed leather belt out from uh, like a, a, a Damascus style steel box, and he kind of lashes it around your waist, and he cinches it, and he hits a button on it. And when he hits the button, you guys watch as this like arcane shield bolt just like bubbles around um, Rash. And he goes, this is really cool. Now watch. And he goes to punch you in the face and his hand like rebounds off the arcane shield. It only lasts a minute, but you can rage with it because you look like the type. You look, you look, you look harmless until you're fucking shit up, right? That's that's what you're going for. So, did he try to take her drum or her bag of weird shit? Oh, he didn't try. He did. He set it down by your feet. Okay, she is now raging and is trying to get around him to get that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's on your. It's by your. It's, feet. At, it's at your feet. Okay. Well, then she's just like, "Don't touch my stuff." <laughs> <laughs> and she, and she's like, yeah, all right, don't, 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 don't get 
just keep your fur flat, not straight. It now, doesn't lay flat, it's fluff. It, sure. Now, it requires attunement, so you want to yep. think about it for a bit. But when you go into combat, hit that little crystal there on the buckle, and this shit will give you an armor class of 22. Oh, that's nice. For up okay. to a minute. Okay. I've only got three of them. I've only got three of them. I gave one to Slackjaw and his creepy little sniper dude. Um, you get the third. Okay. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 22 is, that's really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I don't know who in their right mind would make a turtle a sniper, but fucking Slackjaw did. That's for sure. I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah, a turtle. You know. Portals. Portals. Now, I, like now, my tribe used to make soup out of them, so I don't get too involved with those conversations. Um, what is but, he? A turtle. You're a turtle. No, oh, I'm an orc. You, what are you, a, you must be a hell of an investigator. <laughs> yes. So, uh, uh, so yeah, it goes for a minute, but it does it like restart, or does it only have so many charges for that? Uh, it, yeah. Um, you, you know, it, it takes a it takes a while for it to recharge, so only use it once a day. So after a long rest, it'll reset for you. Uh, cowboy here, yeah, the cow. Come here, I got something for you. Cowboy. Sucking <laughs> McAllen. I push McAllen forward. Is McAllen <laughs> one of the the? Furbolgs that looks like an actual cow, or is it like the stone giant looking ones? The orc's an idiot. He doesn't care. He just, <laughs> as far as he's concerned, it's a two legged cow. Um, <laughs> fedora doesn't make me a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, anyways, you don't. It's need probably this. the duster. You, you don't need. It's, yeah, it's the, the duster's duster. cool. The duster's cool. You could keep that. Uh, that extra layer of fabric so that when you get shot, it'll get infected. It's a great idea. It's a good fucking look for you, mate. Good luck, but, you know, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, bovine man. <laughs> anyways, anyways. So what do you need? What do you need in the field? Maybe I got it. I have everything I need. I need what to be able you... to move. Well, I mean, judging by them legs, you could get the fuck out of there in a heartbeat. Exactly. Now I don't need anything skills. else slowing me down. They're serviceable. Really? Sure about that. I hold up my book and I'd be like, they weren't, but I've been practicing. Oh, so now you hit people with books. That's a good idea. Um, you, uh, <laughs> I say if you keep it up, you'll be one of them. Yeah, somehow I doubt that. Um, you big guy, you with the, all the medical equipment, what do you need? What do you want? Uh, well... My, it kind of looks. He goes. All I have is some Kevlar on. Uh, uh, yeah, I hate to tell which. you this, mate. That's not fucking Kevlar. But you want to call it that? You go right ahead. Uh, it's a mithril chain that's mixed in with the Kevlar. It's yeah. Whatever label you put on this shit, saving your ass. That's good enough for me. It, yes, this is all I have left. My soup was burned when oh. we escaped. Cool. Well, I'm glad you're here to tell me that fucking story. Do you need anything? <laughs> and he switches the cigar to the other side of his mouth. He looks, he goes, well, uh, I don't know. I, I, I tend to be 
running into combat to save people, pull them out. Um, maybe a shield of some sort. Oh, yeah. So you're them. Okay, I, I got this. And he reaches underneath the counter, pulls out a small box, and he hands you a bandolier of little cylindrical devices. We call these flashbangs. Just pull the pin, throw it in, and you'll stun your target. DC 16 con save. <sighs> Flashbangs. They have a range of 25 feet, so make it count. Okay. 25 feet. And they do have area of effect of 15 feet. So, you know, just keep that in mind when you toss one. It'll stun anything that it sees, or that, you know, that sees it. But if you want to pull people out of, the, out of the shit, that's what you want to use. Got it. Um... You got anything better than an M- a 1911? He pulls out the pistol, like the customized 1911 he has. Oh, that's great. I think my little daughter plays with something like that. Um, <laughs> would, <laughs> would you like to try one of the new semi-automatic pistols we're carrying now? Uh, definitely. Well, he like just puts puts like a perfect like a perfect replica of that pistol that you just had. The only difference is there's a chambered kind of device that falls out of the handle that has 15 rounds in it. And he slams it back up and he pulls the slide back and he goes, yeah, you'll like this a lot better. A little bit faster trigger assembly, good rate of fire. You, you, you'll like this one. Okay. Semi. Watch it. All right. I also carry a machine gun. Yeah, that's that's oh, state of the art. You're good with that. Is that the light or the heavy? Uh, light. Ye- Come on, man. Look at them pecs. You should be carrying a heavy. I just <laughs> didn't have one. In this <laughs> in give me your light. Give me your light. Give me that one. I'll give Take you one. Off, give well, me. you know, judging by the size of your muscles, man. I mean, I got flamethrowers back here. I've got water-cooled heavy machine guns. I've got I've got a gambit. What's a gambit? Uh, well, a gambit is that thing you shoot in hopes that it works. But when it works, it's some fucking shit. Those gnomes, man, they know their, they know their stuff. How big is it? Uh, well, you wear it like a backpack. And there's a thin wire that it connects to a, a sound that's kind of worrying in the backpack. It's like, well, here, let me. He pulls this huge thing up. <laughs> Sets it down and he flips the switch and you just hear. He shuts it off. There's like an exhaust port blowing hot air in your direction. Um, They call it a laser. A laser. Yeah. Is it like a dragon's fire breath? I don't. I got to tell you, mate, I haven't seen a dragon at all. I mean, uh, sure. If, if, If that makes you feel better, sure. I'll carry it. Look it. Puts it on your back. I put. I, I literally just put on my character sheet. Laser. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it requires percentile dice when you use it. So keep oh that in God. mind. <laughs> <laughs> and he also gave me an upgraded heavy machine gun, right? Correct. Uh, which... So you're like holding the heavy machine gun to your right. You kind of tuck the new pistol. You kind of shoulder the new backpack with the. With the with the point and shoot device kind of across your shoulders, you're also burdened with all your medical equipment as well, oh, and you're barely even like 
feeling it. My, well, the bat medical equipment's all in the bag of holding. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Hold. You have that. Um, I go. I just look at her and go. You got anything to like make this all easier to carry? I uh, I I don't know, Maggie. You grow a third arm. That might make it easier. I go. I go, and I just change out of my human form and grab the heavy machine gun with my tail. Oh. There you go. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, uh hey lady with the eye in your in your in your head. Yeah, you I have two eyes in my head. Well yeah, you got one that looks like a light bulb, which is kind of fucking cool. Thank you. What do you need? Anything you need? I might have it. I might not. Um, uh, well, kind of caught me off guard. I was distracted. Let me see. Um, distracted by what? Looking over at your cow boyfriend. Cow's <laughs> 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 like, fuck you, Baldrick. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Flush yeah. goes down. Oh, you're a oh. Terran, aren't you? Sorry, you're probably not used to this orc humor. That, that's fine. Oh, I get yes, it. I yes, get very, it. very Terran. <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah, maybe you're Terran. You remind me of this creepy water Davian chick that I never mind. Anyways, what do you need? Uh, um. <laughs> <Calls like. laughs> I was like, I'm fuck. The minute we we run into Cthulhu, I'm I'm letting them all get eaten. Oh, <laughs> would not be surprised. Um, I think anything. Misty stop the shit out of there. <laughs> um. Well, you know what? Instead of just saying what I need, I really like to have you tell me what you got. Uh, do you got a year? Because I got a lot of shit here. I I find it easier just to suppose that you th- know your own self better than I'm going to know you, right? Who knows themselves these days? So you don't need anything. I'm cool with that. All right, guys. No, no, Good. no. Stop. Oh. Oh. I need everything. Everything. I, I just look at him and go, set her up with some armor that she can still cast spells with. And maybe oh. some sort of upgraded pistol. Oh, she's one of those. There you go. There you go. I need someone well, to speak I'll give to you me. one of the pistols I gave him. So here's another one of those semi-auto pistols. That'll help. Good rate of fire. Decent damage. Um, let's see. You're one of them magic users, are you? Yes. Hmm. Is there any uh, help with magic or not? Well, I mean, I'm not a caster myself. I wouldn't know where to start. But... Uh, Let's see here. Let me look in my magic bag of tricks here. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Oh, shit. This guy doesn't need any more. He's dead. Uh, he pulls He pulls out uh, a device. It's just like this choker with this weird kind of like button in the middle of it. And he hands it to you. He goes, it's an arcane focus device. Ah. Uh, any oh, of your, yeah. Uh, yeah, any of your magics that you make. If mm-hmm. it's a ranged spell attack, you get advantage. <gasps> On any ranged spell attack? Yeah. 
I hope it I hope it fares better with you than it did his previous owner. He got fucked. I hope so. He looks pretty much. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Hold on. Piece. Hold on. Hold on. One. Hold on. Is this? He is reaches this up funny? to where he he reaches up to where he puts it around your neck and he pulls a piece of flesh off the corded wire and throws it on the ground. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I thought I cleaned it. I forgot. To. What does it look like? Can you describe it? Is yeah, it's it basically a simple like um, you know how like you wear circlets from a Ren fair perspective. It's it's kind just of. like a circlet of metal that clasps around your neck, and it's just got a little ruby pendant in the middle of it. And Very then there's like simple. a strange device attached underneath it that you click, and it attunes to you. Okay. So advantage on any beam spell attack. Okay, great. Y'all good? How long does it take to attune to something? 30 minutes. 30 minutes um, to an hour. Also, this what? This Brash has been sitting on the floor staring at the belt. This okay. pistol, how how better? How much better does it get? Like, what happens how, to this pistol? How more better does it get? I don't know. Oh, yeah, because my last one was how a six shoot, better? and now it's semi-automatic, so right. what is the... Like, it's a magazine, right? Yes. Yeah, so you basically now have Left. two... You Thank basically you. have two attacks per action with these semi-auto pistols. Okay, does it, it carry like two, more ammunition? Two shots? You get two shots? Yes, it, it carries 15 rounds. Okay. So during your attack action, when you use the semi-auto pistol, it's equivalent to two attacks. So it's like... But the range isn't that great, so make sure your targets are a little bit close. 30 feet. Uh, 30 yeah. feet, okay. Yeah. It's 30, About and then uh, at disadvantage, it's 90 uh, well, it's a semi-auto, friend. If you're in full burst, well, there's a special feature, all right? You see that little device there underneath the trigger assembly? As a bonus action, you can click that little device up, right? You see that? You see? Do you, you, you see that? Do you see it? Mm -hmm. Okay, just right. I'm, I'm showing it to you. You're not acknowledging that I exist, so I'm just checking. I, but I yeah. can do multiple things at once. In my mind. Sure. Well, when you flip that up, it goes to full auto. You can empty the entire thing at once. That's... You do more damage, but the range is half as much. Okay. And here, you know, a little birdie, I suspect that your friend's staring off into space there. The one with the big doughy cow eyes. Here's Which an extra one? one for him. You can convince him to take it. Thank you. Because I'm, I've am i seen that book of his. I gave that to my little daughter about four years ago to learn him? How, how to shoot. This one? <laughs> Fuck you, Kiki. Quit, quit ruining the fourth wall, goddammit. I'm not sure who you're talking about. So he, like, he kind of just very nonchalantly kind of like hands you a spare semi-pistol. So, anything else? I mean, you guys are looking beyond where this obnoxious orc is just chewing on a cigar, you know, burdened with just outdated and modern dated, like, army gear. I mean, there's piles of stuff behind him, but most of it's kind of mundane. Um, you get the feeling that he hoards and keeps these special items for those that he kind of feel earn it. Can I, can I uh, you mind giving, uh, I need a change of uniform. Essentially, uh, do you mind giving me maybe uh, some cargo pants, some military field dress? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Medic? Uh, I, I think the Terrans call them BDUs. Sure, do that. Uh, yeah, 
Uh, here you go. I well, actually, yeah, I'm about to say anything for my size. Yeah, yeah. Give me a moment. He goes back, and there's. I mean, Slack Jaw's got some. So I expect it. And then he comes back with this huge fabric bundle and <laughs> sets it on the counter. Pick it up, shake it out. Perfect. Put that on. Put the doctor's jacket over it. <laughs> you guys hear this choking, belching noise <laughs> outside of the armory. And you watch as the flap opens up and Slackjaw comes in. Well, what the fuck? Are we going or what, Mike? Oh, hey, look- man. How are you? Uh, good, Slackjaw. Just working with your friends here. Oh, I've never seen them before in my life, mate. And you watch as Slackjaw goes back out of the tape. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. He's such an asshole. He's the best asshole that yeah, you've ever asked cool. for. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck if you're going out in the field with him. You got spare parts. He definitely has spare parts. Yeah. I'll use them. I mean, for your, I mean, for your body. You got some augments? I just First, walk out and leave the time. I look at him and say, <laughs> The guy just goes, fuck this guy. I just like, I look at right all tired of the shopping episode. Yeah, I look at everybody else and I go, I kind of installed all the arguments on everyone here. Oh I don't have you're, any. You're you're one of them. Um well here, take this with you. And he pulls out this like plastic case and hands it over to you. It's augment paste. You just slap that on any leak or piston failure and that'll get it going again. Thank you. Like, I would appreciate that. That's actually very Yeah, I don't have a lot of it because most people just die outright. We don't even <laughs> have time to deal with their 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 missing limbs, you know. So we got a lot of this shit lying around. How many applications do I have? Uh, you got ten me? in that jug. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that. it's almost like the guy running this shit likes round numbers. I don't know. He's a weird fucking guy. <laughs> round numbers always useful. <laughs> and I just look at him and I go. I just kind of pick up Brash as she's sitting there staring at it, and I go, I'll take her out. Brash like, no, wait, I gotta ask him about my this, that. And she, like, points on her back where the submachine gun, which only has, like, half the rounds left on it, because she, like, blew a bunch of them in the building. Oh, yeah. She's still, like, holding it. I kind of dropped. better I, than, than I walk that, over with that. Fine. She's trying. She said, "You said stare at it." So she's not taking her eyes off of the belt <laughs> that she's just holding. Well, I but, look. Let me let me take that light machine gun off you. Here's the heavy. Oh, yeah, practically, you need the stats for a heavy machine gun because yeah. the stats aren't there. So the stats for a heavy machine gun are the minimum accurate range is sixty feet. So anything you shoot at under sixty feet is going to be with disadvantage. Okay. But you'll do the same amount of damage if you're lucky enough to hit. Uh, the optimum range is 60 to 300 feet. Anything more than 1,000 feet is at disadvantage. So it's kind of one of those weapons that has like a sweet spot. Got it. 1,000 feet. This. Now, if you're in a real shit storm of hurt, just fucking put that thing on full auto and spray and pray. You know what I mean? Yep. Good. Uh, here, let me get you guys some rounds. And he comes out with these suitcases just filled with uh, belts and belts of I just brownie. open up. I literally just open up my bag and I say, place it. Oh, you got one of them. Hey, Krina, come here. And you watch as a, a Terran comes out of the back. And, uh, and then you watch as a halfling comes from another section. They're just just lacing belts into your bag of holding until it hits that maximum capacity. Five. That's 
a lot. Well, it's a, it's, the belts are almost 200 pounds per case. So and they, I could fit because it's really half heavy. the size of a regular bag of holding. So it's a thousand. Correct. So that would be because I only have about 100 pounds of stuff in here. Right. So I could. So you've got about, about I would say you've got about 50 belts of ammunition. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's going to be like Rambo. <laughs> like, he's like, it's gonna be like Rambo. He's kind of looking at me. This war ain't gonna be finished without us. Come on, let's get going. Yeah, I'm just getting ammo. Fresh uh, with the same gun, I'm assuming, right? No. Now we we don't. I thought we both had the heavy. Oh no, we both have the same gun. Yes. So I have all. Both have heavy machine guns. No, Brash just Brash at one point took two of them. And went one over one side, one over the other. Yeah, I <laughs> so just struck. If you want to keep your light, you can keep your light machine gun and your heavy machine gun, but you're going to be tapped out on encumbrance. I know. No, she just she she's wanted a replacement, so the light the light one's just like. Okay, she kind of lets that I one go. I just strapped them on her back as she puts them on. <laughs> yeah, you can. I stop. think I still have one of your teeth for some so reason. So, McAllen, since you're the first one to kind of exit out of the armory, you can now see um, that tank thing that's been either converted, modified, you're not sure. You're pretty familiar with some of the the more machinations of frontline equipment. This looks like something that was two or three things that has been turned into a thing. Um, almost the entire troop is kind of sitting on or on this contraption. It's actually pulling an armored kind of like trailer contraption as well. Um, you can see Slackjaw sitting up along the cannon mount. The cupola's open, and there's like this just crazy as fuck looking hobgoblin with his head out, his pointy ears kind of just dressed with all manner of piercing. Uh, kind of looks down at you. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and the everybody on here looks just a little bit crazy because you're standing there by yourself and you hear. <laughs> as like a flight of airplanes kind of just race over the site and off the distance, you can hear <laughs> as obviously the, 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 the goings on are still there, but this is a surreal moment for you. You're just like, you, you kind of understand now why for everybody else, this feels a bit normal, but for you, this is unusual. You're kind of used to that kind of, you know, patient approach to things. And it's at this moment, in this moment of clarity, because I rolled a natural 20. Well, oh boy, we're certainly in the shit now, aren't we? I grab the pack of cigarettes that random left me, take one out, light it up, oh, take a long drag and be like, I believe we certainly are, friend. Well, oh boy, I gotta say, I've never had the opportunity to smoke what you're smoking. But it certainly feels good. I wonder what Random is up to these days. <sighs> well, <laughs> I think he was smart leaving. Bad, he okay. <laughs> yes, I, I definitely think he was smart staying where he was. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like we're about to do something quite interesting. Have you had a chance to think about where we're going, what we're doing? 
Remember that talk we had about the slow, methodic understanding of expectation? Well, the expectation is, is that we do our best to stop this portal from forming to prevent a larger portal from forming. That begs the question, old boy. How exactly do you do it? Do you roll a bomb in there? Do you tell it to stop? I mean, what's what's the impetus of the success of this plan? Now, you look at these complete bizarre individuals. They're expendable. We know this. They're probably designed to give you the time, old boy, to be able to do what Calamax thinks you're going to be able to do, right? That's the point of a plan. Now, I've been lurking in behind your cerebellum, and I've got to tell you, old boy, I've not heard an after plan. Like, for example, once you're there and everybody's distracted, and let's assume one of these gates prevents present themselves. How exactly are you going to close it then? Just food for thought. Well, based on the knowledge that we have about the gates opening previously, I'm assuming that there has to be some type of caster or enchanter that is going to be the one trying to open said gate. So... We find and deal with the person doing such things, and therefore the gate cannot open. And the theory is the entire circle collapses, correct? That is the theory, at least. I mean, if it cannot be formed, at the very least we can slow it by stopping this caster, but we will have to see what the reaction is after the fact. That is a plan. You can start there. And as you kind of finish that kind of weird conversation in your head, taking a long drag off that special cigarette that Random had made for you, um, you watch as Kiki, Calamex, and Brash come out, heavily outfitted, new weapons, new equipment on their, you know, on their persons. Slackjaw is kind of holding on to the huge cannon on the tank and looking down. Well, get all up here, mates. We're not walking. That's for fuck's sake, sure. Brash just hops on it. Let's go. Make my way on. Uh, You can uh, hang out over there. Uh, Kiki, over there if you don't mind. Hey, McAllen. Are you any good with them them big machine gunner things? Well, been practicing. I'm not the greatest, but... I'm not you terrible. You that one, and uh, we didn't have a chance to clean it up, so be mindful of the bits. The bits, the bits. <laughs> <laughs> you guys feel the machine lurch, uh, Calamax. You're kind of up by the main, and the cannon is probably like 18 inches around. I mean, it's a massive gun. You can even see the huge artillery and um, uh, uh, pieces like attached to the outside. Um, of it. And Calmex, as you stare at this thing, give me a perception check as you kind of look at it. 20. They basically mounted a piece of artillery onto a heavy tank chassis and then bolstered it with a another chassis behind it. This is basically a massive, large artillery piece on a tank chassis. And this thing's been 
They've made the scorpion from Halo, guys. No, you get the feeling with their level of intelligence and understanding of engineering, it's more like a basilisk from 40K. Oh, God. <laughs> it's loud. It chugs. It belches. The big trailer that they're pulling has a handful of the remainder of the company kind of um, riding, literally riding on top of maybe 30 or 40 heavy high explosive rounds that they would feed into this thing. And the two of you are kind of hanging casually on the main gun as this thing just begins to squeak and awkwardly move through the streets. And um, you look off to your right to see the two column formations <laughs> of the lieutenants uh, going out towards the Hawthorne maintenance yard. While you guys go left, um, there's this heavy reinforced concrete road that's been cleared and made re ready for you. It's called Sepulveda Boulevard. And you move on to this route and it's now taking you in the direction of Hollywood land um, and Slackjaw is just leading us so <laughs> what's the plan when we get there mate what are we doing McCallan well if what I've surmised is correct there's going to have to be somebody trying to attempt to form this circle to create the larger gate we need to find who this caster is and obviously stop them. Hold on one My... sec. Sorry, sorry. One sec. Giblet, can you uh, get eyes up, please? It, it, it's going to be a long route, man. Get And you watch as this little goblin goes up to the top of the cupola. He puts on this harness. And you watch as one of the Terrans kind of kicks the lever. And <laughs> you watch as he just hovers 20 feet above the vehicle with this huge, like, airbag keeping him aloft and he's just got these huge binoculars as he's just okay sorry mate go ahead uh you guys know about the pterodactyl dragon zombies right uh it's okay i've got plenty of goblins to spare anyways mccallan <laughs> go ahead <laughs> well the assumption is going to be that this this caster is going to be heavily guarded so that will be at least a giveaway is that we find a group of Heavy creatures of some sort, zombie or not, protecting them. Obviously, the zombies are going to be a diversion. But I would have imagined we would have heard about the zombies by now. That's supposed to be in a protected area. We could check in to see if we get any response back there. We got field telephones, mate. I have a feeling that they're going to be trying to rush the area. Oh, try and capture it point, and over right. overtake it. Why don't you get a call out to them anyway? Yeah, we can do that. It won't take much time. So, we think we know what's going to be causing the issue. The question is, how best do we punch a hole in whatever's there to get you lot in there to deal with the problem? I kind of look down and kind of <laughs> get what we're riding in. And then I kind of look back at Slackjaw. Oh, yeah, mate. We're all on the same page for sure. <laughs> I could, you let this thing roar for a few minutes. We'll clear you a good two thousand foot hole. Get you through it. The key is though to spot that caster. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a pickle now, isn't it? Um. Now, me and my mates, we kind of feel like our job's going to be kind of punching their hole in line 
and giving you the time you need to get in there and do what you want to do. Now, let's assume, uh, just just for shits and giggles, um, that there's going to be a lot of those baddies there that are going to start showing up. How long do you think I need to hold them back for you to get done? Keep in mind, I'm willing to put our full effort into it, but I'm limited on supplies and the amount of time it's going to take. I mean, an hour? Can Once I do we identify our targets, based on everything you know, you enough time. Yeah, based on everything you know, you get the feeling that McAllen's probably on point. About an hour. I was always get, in, get into the get into the area, find out where the location is. Which Kiki kind of reaffirms by reminding you that the network should have that location soon. They're doing the trace and trying to figure out where it is. So, let's say worst case scenario, two hours. That's my max amount of supply I have. I'll space out the high explosives to keep the bulk of them off of you. But them fly things, mate, eh, you know what I mean? I can only control that up to a point. I just, I, I look at the new thing that I have on my back and I go, this might be able to help. Yeah, I've seen that in action, mate. I, I hope your luck is as good as you are good looking. Oh, uh, no, it's not at all. Uh, it's going to be a fun time for you. <laughs> that begs the question, do you consider yourself good looking or not? No. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't understand the concept of good looking, so it doesn't matter to him. Yeah, everyone uh, has different aesthetic tastes. Mistress, we've tracked the source of energy that is emanating at the highest point. Um, it seems to be coming from a location referred to as MGM. I believe it's a studio of sorts where they film. Um, oh my gosh. I believe it's coming from, we believe it's coming from there, Mistress. Um, uh, um, you're approximately six miles from that location at the rate of speed that you are going, you should be there in approximately 30 minutes. Network, um, can you tell me is this the place that we need to go to if we want to stop this whole thing in MGM right in the pinnacle of it? It it, it appears to be the source of the energy okay. mistress. Um, there is a distortion field that we're having difficulties with. Uh, we're calculating um, for its effect. Uh, we know the energy source is there, but we're having a hard time seeing through it, Mistress. We will okay. continue to try and report accordingly. Okay. Thank you, Network. Um, I'm going to announce. And the sun is currently beginning to set. Ooh. We're going to the source of all of this, which is at MGM, <coughs> six miles from here. Let's go. Don't ask how I know this. Let's just. I trust in your intelligence. Thank you, Calamax. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at uh, your I first at attempt at leadership skills are just awful. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Every time. Terrible. It's going to be great. Thank you, Calamax. Let's go. The tank begins Here. to crundle. Now. At about the 20 minute mark of going down this huge, kind of paved road, it stops quickly. You watch a slack jaw looks up. All right, Jimlet. What you seeing? Not much, boss. Just nothing. Well, what do you mean, nothing? 
Nothing. I don't see people. I don't see cars. I don't see shit. It's just vacant. Empty. Well, that don't make no sense. I mean, what the... You watch... Something swoops in, and then the balloon flies away, and the cable drops. Oh, fuck. There goes another one. Riblet, where you at? There's like no response. Oh, shit. He died yesterday, didn't he? Fuck, we might be out of goblin spotters. Uh, it's weird that there's nothing out there, though. I would imagine crowds and shit would be out there. Wasn't this supposed to be like an exit point or a rallying point for people? Uh, well, it's supposed to be a fallback point for refugees, yeah. Oh, shit, there should be like lots of people here, shouldn't there? Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that mean? Hey, get this fucking thing moving again. Let's get going. And he watches the take. <laughs> lurches forward. Everybody now is kind of hunkered down, holding on their weapons, looking up. Half the group are like looking to the sides. The tank is like just squelching and screeching, kind of belching smoke as it begins to continue to move forward. Everybody give me perception checks, please. Can I ask Ragnar how perceptive he is? Ragnar, you seem kind of perceptive. You're from a super long time ago. Well, you would have thought I'd be smarter than getting hooked up with the likes of you. (laughs) Well, this wasn't your choice, clearly. That's true. Uh, What are we trying to see, Kiki? We're trying to... uh, I used to have this old trick. Give me a moment. Hold on. There's a moment... That there's this weird kind of disconnect with Ra- with with Ragnar, and as it disconnects, you feel the scry effect kick in, and you watch as your third eye falls up into the sky and begins to hover around, and all you see are cars with their doors open. Cars. Um, uh, you see houses with their doors open. Um, and you begin to see the edge of the of the studio lot with the big lion and the big golden MGM on the front of it, um, and it's everything just looks completely abandoned. You see no people at all, and then the eye comes back. Well, that's just fucking weird. There's no one out there. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see anyone. Interesting. No. This is a perception roll, right? I got a 25 for my perception. I had eight. <laughs> Solid. She's not paying attention. What'd you have, Mikkel? <laughs> no, I'm I got an 18 too, but I'll, I will um, add on to that and say, like, I'm there's asleep. no one outside. And now as the take moves forward, McCallan, Calamex, and Kiki, you begin to notice these things that Ragnar just described. You can see a small little bungalow-style house with its door and windows open. You can see a couple like old-school trucks and cars kind of with their doors open. Um, there's a small grocery store filled with cars. Um, you're beginning to see refugee encampments built into parks. Completely devoid, no sign of people anywhere. You can even see where suitcases have just been discarded in the street split open with clothes kind of in the wind as the last of the daylight sets and casts the whole place in darkness. Um, uh, as that happens, I just I flick my hand up and I go 
we can't do this at night. And I go, uh, I just streak out and a, a streak of light happens in the air and I cast the daylight spell. Hmm. The whole area lights up. And as it does, as the last of light faded and that daylight spell just blossoms, there's this cacophony of wails and screams and crying. And you watch as these shadows immediately recede back away from the light. That's <laughs> the fucking good thing I did that. Do it again. Huh? You can't. Very it just follows us for an hour. Very weird. Oh. And as you, like, at first, everything at the edge of the daylight spell, you watch as all the troops kind of pull within the light, and now there's, like, they're holding on, and you watch as this one particular um, uh, turtle who comes up off the back of the trailer onto the back, his huge shell on his back is just riveted with heavy steel plates. You can see he's like evolved this strange like metal hood and he's carrying this huge weapon, just this huge rifle that you've never seen before. And he begins to like stare down the barrel of it and looking in different directions. And wherever the balance of the light slams into the darkness, that same wail and receding shadow, and it even fills in the space behind you as you're moving through the streets and seeing all this play out. The shadows just flee from the light. I don't like Can it. Can I do like some sort of arcana or something to know sure, what give me an, that uh, might be? Yeah, give me an arcana check. <clears throat> Real fucking good. Uh, 27. Yeah, there's... That is pretty good. <laughs> looking at the edge of when the light hits the darkness, because now it's like that kind of weird first you know, few minutes of gradual darkening environment, looking down Sepulveda Boulevard and seeing where the studios begin to form up, wherever that light hits, there's like these humanoid forms that exist for just a brief minute, and then these shadows of human forms just dissipate as light strikes them. And now looking, because it's dark, looking off to the left towards the studios, and you feel the tank kind of and then belch forward and begin to turn. There's a strange kind of like purple glow emanating from the back lots. Very, very subdued. Only visible because of the way the sun is kind of coming down right now. I pointed out to Slackjaw and that turtle guy. I go, look, purple. Turtle guy. <laughs> yeah, hey. Snapshot. Take a look at that. He watches. He stares at it. He stares at it for a few minutes. Well, I'm not really sure what it is, but every time I focus on it, my eyes hurt. <laughs> something's fucking with my vision, boss. I love I him. Give it a shot. See what happens. As he does, I tap his head. I give him true sight. <laughs> The gun rocks. The whole tank kind of kind of shakes from the shot. And you watch as this cylindrical device goes off a rail. And it arcs up and then down. And there's just this small explosion. Everybody waits, kind of holding their breath, staring, looking. 
Well, that's weird, boss. That normally gets anybody's attention. You want me to switch to the flare? Yeah, give it a flare, mate. Give it a flare. And he watches. He slaps a different device up on top of the rail, and and you watch as another device streaks up in the air. And a parachute comes out, and you watch as this glowing thermite charge is falling. And then you hear those wailing cacophony sounds as the shadows recede from the light. It fades, and then the darkness kind of takes it. But I'm not liking the looks of this. I can't fight what I can't fucking see. This is not what I was planning for. Hold up here, mates. Set the trailer down. Put a line to the right. Put a line to the left. Put out the bunkers. We're going to start here, mate. This is as far as we go. We've got a couple rounds we could set into the edge of those studios and the buildings right there. That's the best we're going to be able to do. I can't fight what I can't see, but I'll give it my best. I say that daylight, that light spell should last for about an hour. Is it going to stay with me or go with you? It's going to stay with you. Oh yeah, that'll help. So it's concentrated to, above. It's concentrated so, right above the tank. So that conversation we had, mate, you got an hour. Because as soon as I lose the light, I think I'm fucked. Agreed. So. Get your asses in gear, get what you need, get the fuck in and out. I'm going to keep memories with me, the good driver. The four of you, you're on your own. Remember, this is the team chauffeur now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <It's like laughs> you, you hear these huge He's metal... He's the new random ward. <laughs> you, you feel the back end of the tank kind of fall backwards, and the uh, rear hatch opens... They're beginning to kind of set these huge high-explosive rounds into a rack system that kind of gets slammed into a chamber. You can see where the riflemen have all set up to the right and left. Um, A new goblin has been kind of set up on the wire to the very edge of the light, able to at least keep an an eye out as best as he can. Um, You watch his snapshot kind of goes off uh, to the very edge of the one side, and everyone just professional just goes off in different directions I, uh, to do their I, job i would like to do the leadership thing go for it I, do i actually have to talk <laughs> <laughs> you tell me <sighs> give us a 10 minute speech in real sure. time Shut up. Well, not the whole 10 minutes. You need a synopsis. <laughs> I'm okay with that speech, speech, yeah, speech. i just look at them and i say my light will last for 10 minutes or 10 minutes. One, uh, <laughs> my light will last you for one hour. One hour of good fighting, boys. Now you give them hell. And you give them hell real good. Because I know who you people are. You're a bunch of psychopaths. And I like psychopaths. It's like a roar that comes up from the group that's here. And Slack Charlie's a good speech, mate. Good speech. Um, the part about hell... Kind of feel like that's where you're going. But don't die. You got an hour, and that's it. If we do not show back up in an hour, you exit. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, I'm really good at running. Don't you worry. <laughs> and look at the group. We got an hour. Let's go. We're wasting daylight. And with that, a huge explosion. The cannon recoils back and as this huge ex- this shell just shrieks and shreds the air 
you watch is about 500 feet in front of you. This huge explosion. The whole environment is lit up as all of you begin to race in that direction. As you race in that direction, looking to your right and your left, you watch as the shadows peel away. All four of you feel yourself pushed through a barrier. And as you push through this barrier, Kiki, you lose connection with the network and immediately cuts off. McAllen, there's a shriek of pain from Sherlock. There's a shriek of pain from Nostradamus. There's a shriek of pain from uh, uh, Kiki. Who's your... I always Ragnar. 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 And Brash, your sitting bull or Geronimo? I had Geronimo. You had Geronimo. There's a shriek of the internal minds in your heads. Um, I need all of you to make uh, intelligence saves, please. Oh. (laughs) Well, we're wizards. We got intelligence. Natural 20. Okay. Damn. All right. All right. Oh, Oh, it went behind my computer. I have to roll another one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, 22. Okay. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I got plus mm. eight on my intelligence, so. I have a drink. Oh, no. You did not roll natural one or two. I rolled a natural 20. Whoa, nice. you two? What the fuck? Why do you guys keep copying each other? Because we're real homeboys. That's what it is. <laughs> Go homies. homies for life, motherfucker. Ride or die. <laughs> no, I'm still listening. I find my dice. What'd you get, Brash? I got an eight. All of you feel this kind of like sonic in your heads. As you watch Brash's head come apart and explode in front of you. What the fuck? I'm Did kidding. Just I, just, I, just, I just wanted to see Aki's face. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Oh like, what the right <laughs> So for those of you that saved, which is Calamex, Kiki, and McCallan, uh, take half of 41 points of psychic damage. Oh, and we're still oh. damaged too. Half of 41. So Do we take, take 20? Yep. Or Brash, take 41 points of psychic oh, damage. Oh, jeez. Ooh, owie. So wait, it's 41 divided by 2, which is 20? 20, 20 halved again, 20. which is 10. Oh, halved again? Why? Well, for Calamax. Oh, okay. He's special. Yeah. Oh, he's special. He's Your boy's special got, boy. a, he's got a good mind on him. <laughs> As you make it through, as you push through that barrier, all of you feel your descendants get cut off. <gasps> no! Brash took a lot of damage, so Brash is As you enter this floor. resonance bubble, it's creepily silent now. And no. suddenly, you can see the entire refugee community around you. They're just standing stock still drool coming out of the corner of their mouths their eyes roll back up in their heads and they're all staring towards the entrance to the studio lot not moving there's at least well over a thousand people here all jammed into this area and just standing there barely moving eyes rolled up uh creepy well, I guess on the floor first. like rubbing your head uh I did my short rest, so I get this back. Um, yeah, don't forget, you guys had at least one or two short rests you could take, so you can roll hit die if you want hit points back. I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, I rolled four. I load like six at die. Yeah, I rolled enough to get almost back up, but I left some behind just in case, (laughs) and I probably shouldn't have because I am in danger. (laughs) Uh, You have the salve if you want to use it. How? What am I gonna do? Eat it and put it in my head? Well, no, (laughs) psychic damage. You just apply it to yourself. It's good for hit points. It'll give you two d four plus four. Yeah, that that actually does. It, it helps a lot, honestly. Okay, let me go. I'll go ahead and do that while I'm kneeling on the floor. Just kind of. <laughs> Doctor said yep. this makes it better. And all all around you, you can see these individuals kind of just. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> you that one? Twenty four hit points back. I, I don't need any hit points, three. so maybe Brash I'm can talking use to them. Brash. <laughs> Wait, you what? get 24 hit points back. I rolled eights on all three of my D8s. Okay. Thank you for that back. Yep. I'm about halfsies now. I can't do anything else for you. That's okay. I, I'm about halfsies, but that's still over 50. So. Huh. Good night. Good night. Okay. Cheeky, <laughs> the look on your face. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? Uh, I'm getting up off the ground. I'm helping her get off the ground. Okay. Um, Thanks. That that hurt McCallum, my head. You might want to take point on this. One. What? Who? Well, I assume that that is going to be the direction we need to go. And um, just to help everybody along, I am going to uh, cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. Uh, Going to Sneaky Beacons. So everybody give me stealth checks and add a plus 10 to it. Okay. Not again. Oh. <laughs> Poor Aki. <laughs> She's just fucking throwing dice all over her room. The teeth are supposed to catch the dice when they come out, but they don't, and sometimes it launches off the front too. That's, that's really good. Yeah, that's what passes that trace. Though. Twenty-one. That's pretty bad. Okay. So okay. what'd you get, Calamex? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Twenty-one for Kiki. McCallum, what'd you get? Seventeen. Okay, Brash. You rolled a seven. Twenty-seven. No, I rolled a two. Two. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Brash and Calamex kind of keep Kiki and McCallan kind of focused. Um, this definitely improves the group's ability to stealth through all these figures that are standing nearby. You come up onto the internal sidewalk and walkway that leads through. Uh, the gate into the studio. As you go through the gate, um, looking right and left, just more and more people just kind of standing around. Um, You come up on a section of the wall that's collapsed. And this is the first point that you see people lined up and kind of queued up in line and on purpose and then moving forward once and then moving forward once you all kind of like come over to where a park bench and like where those concrete planters would normally be. And it's at the very edge of the wall where the people are walking around and it affords you an opportunity to look down into the lot 
that they're walking into. It looks like it's under heavy construction. Um, there's a lot of tall piles of dirt. Um, everyone give me perception checks. With advantage, because you haven't been spotted yet. Unnatural 20. Okay. 23. Okay. 19. 15. 15. As a group, not too bad. Standing up on this planter, looking around this wooden wall where these people are kind of moving forward and dropping down into the construction yard. You could see what looks to be a creature of sort. It's roughly about 15 feet tall. And you watch as these two heavily cloaked and robed individuals kind of grab on to one of the people that step up near the creature. They cast something on them and you watch as they rip their skin off. Oh, dear Lord. And their organs and muscles fall to the ground and it's just their skeletal remains. Ew. And you watch as the skeleton is plunged into the creature and becomes part of the creature. You begin to realize there are just dozens and dozens of skeletons kind of stitched into the fibrous muscle of this creature. First, its leg, its midriff, its huge con- construct-like form Yikes. stands just fully tilt with all manner of skeletal creatures attached to it. You watch as they do it to another one. <laughs> Rip off its skin, organs and muscle fall to the ground. Off to the right, you could see a construction pit that's been kind of taken over by maybe about 30 or 40 of these individuals that are heavily robed and wearing strange kind of like black, purple, and yellow kind of hooded attire. Um, Everything's pulled up as one of the faces turns to look at what's going on to the creature that's being made. You can tell that they're wearing these metallic white masks with just a mouth and no eye. And then they go back to looking at the center and you watch as this figure comes up onto a platform amongst these 30 individuals. Um, And as he does, you just watch as this creature stands there and he looks around his hood, his mask. The only difference is the upper portion of his mask is blackened and his mouthpiece is kind of broken open and you can see this distended jaw hanging underneath it, purple and broken teeth. The time has come. We've been patient far too long. We have succeeded up to this point because of our will and our agreements with the nameless one. He is ready. We are ready. Cast your lot with me. And cast your lot with him. And he points behind him. And you watch as this beholder floats up and behind where he's standing. You watch as the massive eye is splayed out in the middle of these eye stalks flailing behind. The jaw dripping with 
drool and mirthful laughter. <laughs> I always knew when I came across the bridge that this place would hold wondrous opportunities. Aww. Not like that shithole water deep I came from. This place here, this place is a fucking playground for us all. When the nameless one comes in from the chaos rifts, the promised land, the promised land, worlds everywhere for the taking, souls for the drinking. Yeah, this world is made for old Xanathar, and I'm here to fucking stay. And he just hovers there for a moment as the bone go golem like finishes its assembly and it begins to <coughs> kind of move and it turns. And as it turns, it goes off in the direction where Slackjaw and all of them are off the peripheral of the studio. You watch as more bodies are being shredded and another one is being built. And the, the beholder... Xanathar kind of hovers there for a moment. Its eye stocks. Its eye kind of nervously looking around at the crowd. And you watch as the priest then gets back up onto the platform and begins the incantation. You watch as a spiral of energy <laughs> begins to form Was over the construction Strange? pit. Yes, <laughs> Dr. Strange. And the purple He's, uh, flare of arcane light and then this little tiny, just this barely noticeable kind of like circular motion begins. This is one of those times I wish I knew Fireball or Shatter. Um, I know a new spell. I, I look and I point everybody and I'm, you know, pointing at this guy casting the spell to kind of indicate that that's our Fresh target. Fresh is like embraced to jump down mode, like waiting for a go. Can I go? 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 Just silently with her eyes, just can I go, can I go, can I go? Oh, you're all looking at me for this. <laughs> yes. You're supposed Mr. To be leader man. The only person that doesn't recognize that name is Kiki. McAllen, Brash, and Calamex. There are whole chi chills of fear running up you right oh, now. Yeah, yeah. That fucking name is infamous, to say the least. Oh, how I, far I, apart are all these people? I mean, he created the guide to everything. Well, very good with the insight. <laughs> can I roll? Can I roll insight? Because I see. So, if they all recognize this name, can I see it on their faces and be like? I I kind of leave that up yeah, to Calamex because saw a bunch of pale ghosts. I mean, well, I don't think Calamex would actually know. Okay. You're you're way too old not to know. And Xanathar has dabbled in some pretty wicked shit. I would know his Amazon. Yeah. Definitely yeah, I don't know. Rashman heard have heard of Denethar, but probably more or less thought it was like a f because she they did so much traveling, they probably wouldn't have had any necessarily they've been like, oh it's well, just it's a thing. To Tabaxi, Xanathar is the boogeyman. Yeah. His favorite pastime is eating Tabaxi. Oh fuck. Oh geez, that's kinda fucked up, no? He loves his gourmet foods. Ew. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am uncomfy, Jason. 
How far apart is all this group of so 30 people? So there's in the construction pit around the platform that the priest is currently conducting this ceremony. There's about 30 individuals wearing robed attire of the beast summoner <clears throat> and cult of the beast. You recognize that for sure. Um, How far apart is that? Yeah, they're maybe two, three far apart from each other. And then they're all within about 10 feet of the platform that's raised up. The other uh, summoners are creating the bone golem off to the side by the kind of like subdued refugees that are walking into the space. Meanwhile, Xanathar is lingering on the peripheral of the of the ceremony, just kind of keeping an eye on things. How many eyes? Um, his main eye, and there's at least 12 eye stalks kind of flailing in different directions. Uh, Watch as the summoning gate gets a little bit bigger. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I'm going to suggest that Calamex unload on this guy. Yeah, I mean, that's what he's planning on doing. You see his hand sink into the ground. And you guys see a bubbling of power just around his hands. And I cast Volcanic Eruption. <laughs> underneath them from 120 feet away that is a 60 foot radius as you watch Calmex do this the ground around his hands begin to bubble you watch as the liquid earth begins to form red and black ash and it <laughs> begins to just radiate in the direction and then it dips underneath and then there's just <laughs> explosion all of you feel a couple things. One, Kiki, <coughs> mistress, mistress, we've registered a large explosion. Why are you not responding? We will immediately begin to engage protocol number 95442. Oh, four, and, and then suddenly your screaming descendants are in your head again. Whatever Calmex just did, dispelled or got rid of that resonant barrier, um, you watch as that whole area just erupts. <laughs> Yeah. So you lose uh, sight of uh, you lose sight of Xanathar with that eruption. However, so what what's their save? Because I'm going to do it as a, a group. It's a dexterity saving throw. Okay, uh, and it they are is... under the watchful eye of Xanathar, so they would normally get advantage on their dex check. However, I'm going to say you have full surprise because they didn't know you were there. That would give them disadvantage. So I get to roll a single die. Now, here's the thing. I rolled two dice mistakenly. One is a 10 and one is a natural 20. I'm going to re-roll the 20. Oh, my gosh. So that is a two. So <laughs> with that, the entire group has just succumbed to the effect that you just created. That is 10d6 fire damage. Go for it. Uh, what? 10d6 fire damage for the duration of one minute. The area is illuminated by 30 feet of bright light and 30 feet off beyond that is illuminated dim light for one minute. Uh, but there's no cur- uh, there's no damage afterwards. So, Fair enough. Ten d six because they failed. They all failed. Yeah. So it wouldn't if they didn't fail, it would have been seventy six. But they failed, so it's an extra three d six on top of it. Correct. Go ahead and roll. As my son likes to say when I remind him to roll. 
Mm-hmm. I go, Aiden, are you? I'll, I'll go, no, Aiden, like, are you we'll there? Aiden, are you there? And he'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, total is 35 points of fire damage. So as you watch, this effect just erupt around the ceremony. <laughs> Bodies go flying. Uh, hooded figures on fire tumble in the air. The earth is just flame, debris, and a just this cacophony of just noise. A couple other things you begin to hear. You can now hear Terran screams and yells as whatever had them under subjugation has faltered and failed. You can hear them running and screaming and yelling away from the site, uh, no longer queuing up to be made into bone golem meat. I would like to say to them, run to the soldiers! Get out of here now! Uh, Give me intimidation or persuasion, your choice. (laughs) Doesn't matter. That's a natural 20. Nice. So, as you point to, like, offer direction and discourse, you, there's panic in their eyes, but they at least understand the direction you're pointing. They look back and begin to run that way, just mad and blinding pace. Um, the area is still kind of... As it begins to settle, you can see the platform is still there, but smoldering. The priest that was on the platform has cast something around themselves as you watch this red globe kind of appear around them. Um, All the other robed individuals either are dead, down, unconscious, barely alive, kind of crawling away from the erupting mass around them. You watch as the form of Xanathar hovers up a little higher and you watch as this cone of energy... (laughs) emanates from his eye as he begins to circle the area and you can see the eye cone just kind of moving around I know you're fucking here Uh, I would like to set up in a position to set up the heavy machine gun Okay. and I look at Brash and I go I I make it like so we can make a cone or a crossfire so whenever he would like pass by it we can unload on him okay and I tell McCallum, get ready. And I look at Kiki, get on the other side by Brash. Get ready. It's kind of, uh, give me fresh stealth checks because you, you still have pass without a trace. So give me fresh stealth checks because you're now setting up a purposeful effort to take advantage of the situation. I got a 30. 30. <laughs> nice. Brash? That's a one. <laughs> uh, you have advantage on all combat stuff. Yes, you and we're do. setting up for combat. Yep. So re-roll. Yep, you have advantage. I did leadership earlier. All okay. of all, everybody who heard me. Yes. We oh, did. that's way better. Okay. So with the ambush, I pass without a trace, right? Yes, ten. Yeah. Okay, way better. That's a thirty. Okay. <laughs> What'd you get, McAllen? Uh, I got a twenty. But uh, Plus I don't know if I need to do the... Yeah, well, I got a dirty 20. So you um, rolled a 10 and, or I rolled, rolled a 5. A five. <laughs> <laughs> five. Where'd and Kiki go? Been... Where's Kiki? Bath restroom. Go ahead and roll for her. Okay. 
What's what's your? Uh, let's see here. Okay. Get out of my stuff! <laughs> she has a twenty-three. Nice. <laughs> the ceremony continues, however. The <laughs> the priest still alive on the platform is still conducting the ceremony. The swirl of energy is getting bigger and beginning to kind of take on like a weird kind of cyclonic effect. The three-dimensional bubble is beginning to form. Um, somewhere way off in the distance, maybe 10 miles from here, you can hear machine gun fire. You can hear explosions. Whatever's happening here might be happening over at the Hawthorne location. Um, you could also hear about a thousand feet behind you, steady rifle fire, heavy machine gun fire, as some other fight has ta been taken to Slackjaw. Every now and then you see things fly out of the cloudscape and off in the direction where Slackjaw is. Currently, nothing sees you where you currently are. And you're watching as the beholder is frantically looking about, and every now and then, don't you stop what you're doing. You keep it. Keep your focus. And the the beholder kind of looks down at a beam of sickly green light. Like, winds its way on the ground and through the wall to your right. I'll find you. It's only a matter of time. He watches his form swings. And as it swings around, the cone comes in your direction but falls just short as he's roughly about 80 feet from you. And the cone falls short, and he's in that sweet spot of the crossfire you just set up. And I go, I just make a, like that nod to Brash so we can unload on him. Okay. So with fall. that, everybody describe what you want to do. We're going to do this as a group effort on this initial attack on Xanathar. I'm unloading. So Calamex, you... Bark out the order. How are you shooting at him? I want to shoot directly in his eye. So, <laughs> just unload the heavy machine gun, like, right in his path. Brash, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm not aiming quite as attempting to be as accurate on the specific body part. I'm just aiming at the blob himself. Yeah, you're just... <laughs> uh, Kiki, what are you doing? Got the drop on him. His perception, I rolled a two and he's got a plus six for perception. I rolled an eight total. You uh, you hear Calamex's heavy machine gun unload. Start firing. You hear brash. There's heavy fire stitching across the ground. And he's literally right in front of me. He's about 80 feet in front of you. McAllen, what are you doing? I'm aiming for the the wizard or sorcerer or whatnot, casting the spell to create the gate. I'm going to use okay. lightning bolt on him. Okay. So, as this collective group of fire <laughs> slams into the beholder, and McAllen, waiting for that spot, you take your new pistol. <laughs> <laughs> So, this is a free action that you gain surprise on. Everybody automatically hits. Ooh. So everybody go ahead and roll your damage. Where are the stats on the gun? 
on the uh, on the pistol. Mm-hmm. I believe it's. I, I think Calmix has it. It's the 1920s uh, handgun. The only it's just modified for the right. uh, for the. Uh, so it's one d10 plus two d8 plus one. And then add whatever your proficiency modifier would be. I think okay. it's dex for you, right, McAllen? So, uh, my yeah. attack is a dex yeah. save thing, so he immediately fails on it. Yep. Okay. Six uh, damage. And then the machine gun is uh, 2d8 plus 1d12 plus 1. And then obviously your modifier for your proficiency. Plus 1 plus modifier. Yes. Okay. Oh shit. I got. That's crazy again. I got three eights. Again. <laughs> like I got on two of on both the D8s I got eights. And on the D12 I got a two. I kind of feel like I'd love for you to get a I wish we had dice cams for everyone, so when that happens I could take a, a shot of it and like post cool. it on Twitter. Dude. I'll have one one day. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I get one. Um 24 plus one, which is 25, plus three, which is twenty eight. Okay. Right. Uh, and it's plus I'm having to do math. Uh, whatever your main proficiency is for uh, for combat. It could either be strength or dex. It's up to you. I'll I, say know, strength. I just can't so add. 31. Uh, 23. So 23 for Brash. I just numbers. <laughs> yeah. 31, 31 for Calamex. Oh, no. McCallum, what did you get total? 18. 18. I make a concentration save for the priest. That will save. He maintains the ceremony. Um, Kiki, what'd you get? Um, 32 lightning damage. Nice. God, we just laid into Xanathar. Yeah, you just like, you just watch. You. you just watch as the lightning combined with the machine heavy machine gun fire stitches across Xanathar. One of the rounds clip him in the corner of the eye. He watches the eye stalks start to wiggle in pain and react to the shot. The priest takes the shot in the shoulder, takes the shot in the chest, and clings onto the edge of the platform, but keeps his hand up to maintain the ceremony. You watch as all the eye stalks react and all look in the direction of where the fire came from. You watch as the eye stalks all kind of like form together you watch as this heavy green ray comes racing towards where all of you are hiding I need uh, all four of you to make deck saves please I can see it yes you can see it advantage advantage anyway yeah you're under leadership uh, the effects of leadership Uh, so what is the effect of that it's advantage for everything any combat role is advantage Correct. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, I, I'm not very dexterous. <laughs> I am, and I still have issues. <laughs> okay. Oh, not that Hockey, bad. your issues are well known and well not documented. Bad. We have that not under not control. Good, I wear them with pride. <laughs> so, Calmix, what'd you get? An eight. Eight. Take oh. half of 50 points of necrotic damage. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, take full, because you um, you failed. So 50 points of necrotic damage. Yikes. Oh, that's bad. It's, it's half no matter what. That's true, because of your condition. Uh, Brash, what'd you get? 10. Take 50 points of necrotic damage. Help. 
Uh, Kiki, what'd you get? 18. 18 will just save. Take half of 50 points of necrotic oh, damage. Uh, McAllen, what'd you get? I enraged. Take 50 points of necrotic damage as this ray blasts in amongst you and causing all of you to kind of like spill out from your cover. And you watch this flesh and bone just shrivel and come off of your form with the exception of McAllen because he's got metal legs. Um, <laughs> I, only, I have evasion, so I'll only take half. Fair enough. Good to know. Um, you hear someone go, <laughs> there you are. <laughs> you watch as the big eye floats Boopy. up and begins to come towards your direction. Uh, now I need everyone to roll initiative, please. Oh, we're fighting now. Yay. We're fighting above window. You've got to be fucking kidding me. You are going to jail. <laughs> and put your uh, initiative in your uh, labels, please. How would do that? So um, that I know. Where's my labels? This is going to be a fun theater of the mind session. Tonight. Edit your name. Theaters? Oh, in your name. Yeah, in your name tag. Just so I know. It makes it easier for me. <laughs> Brash, you are just going to be our pike tonight, aren't you? I. It's in jail now. Value from dice. Kiki, what'd you get? I have 25. I have a negative four. Oh, no, it's a four. It's just no, dash four. the dash because I've already got my questions in the parentheses. So, stick on the three dots. There. Yeah. Edit name. Input yeah, making you think for a moment, Kiki. <laughs> I know. Paradox is out. Is that a negative four? Negative four for my initiative. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were a barbarian. Why would you have a negative in your deck stat? So, Kiki, you are up first, and then Calmex is on deck. You can see the Beholder now coming forward towards you. Not quite within 60 feet yet, but the eye is animating that anti-magic field in front of it. And you know, that gets on you, you're in deep shit. So, it's coming towards me... How messed up does Xanathar? <laughs> I mean, we need to know. He's how, how close I mean, he's is it right now? Damage. In this point of time, how close is he's it? He's right still now? seventy feet from you. He just realized 70. where you are, and now he's seventy feet from you. He's coming out of the construction pit. I couldn't get more kind of like War of the Worlds than that. Uh. I'm going to use lightning bolt again and uh, aim straight at it. Okay. And he needs to make a deck save. That is a 14. Does not save, so he takes 8d6 lightning damage. Go for it. Thirty-four lightning damage. That was only six. Oh yeah, poor that. Yeah. Never mind. Side seat driver. (laughs) I'm trying to help. Yeah, I'm just trying to help get more damage. Eighty-six. So thirty-four. This music works out real well. It's a good, yeah. It's good. 
Just watch as he comes out. The lightning shrieks from Kiki, slamming. Well, almost. As it arcs into the anti-magic field, it just dissipates. Oh. So it didn't hit me. That's nice. Oh, it didn't hit him. Okay. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. You realize that casting magic into that field will be instantly dispelled. Mm. So, you still have your move and your bonus action. Um. So what... Is my immediate surroundings? Can you? You're currently standing alongside a heavy concrete uh, park planter. Uh, Calamix is to your right. McCallum is to your left, and Brash is kind of like tucked in between as well. All of you are under heavy concrete um, cover. Uh, I would say you have half cover currently. If you duck down completely, you'll have three quarters cover. Uh, what about enemies? How far away are enemies? The priest is maybe 80 feet from you up on the platform, maintaining concentration. Most of the forms that Calamix took out are either dead or unconscious. There's maybe two or three dragging themselves out of the out of the construction pit, but they don't seem to be in the fight yet. There's just the beholder floating towards you ever closer. Um, I do get two... Attacks per action because of something I, I got. Keep in mind, your spell takes your action. Um, but I could do spell plus cantrip or spell plus melee. Correct. Um, I'm going to shoot at the beholder that's should coming they, towards me. Pull that semi-auto pistol and just start firing. Go ahead and give me a d20 and add your spell attack modifier to it. I'm gonna die. I'm about to. Be <laughs> fine. So uh, uh, 23. 23. You, you watch as the shot stitch and easily pass through the force field, slamming into the front of Xanathar, stitching up his eye and into his eye stocks. <laughs> he kind of reacts to it. Fuck these goddamn guns! Um, Ed, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and roll for damage. Well, uh, it is a uh, massive damage for that. <laughs> Fuck these goddamn guns! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What uh, <laughs> What is the what is hurt. the attack for the pistol? I'm sorry. You mean the damage? Yes. Calmex, what is it? Uh, it's one. <clears throat> 1d10 plus 2d8 plus 1. And then add your proficiency and your dex. It's numbers. It's numbers. Welcome to math hell, motherfucker. 17 damage. Nice. Uh, At least you're moved. Do you want to move it all? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay still. I don't know where to move. Okay. Are you invoking your device yet? I'm, I'm always trying to connect to my device. And you have your choker. Out. Your choker. Sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> your arcane focus, like begins to enhance your arcane efficiency. 
Now you just gotta figure out how to get through that anti-magic force field, and you're ready to do some fucking damage. Okay. At the end of your turn, you watch as Xanathar, oh, fuck this shit. Uh, one of the eyes, a bubble of energy comes out of it and slams into you. Uh, give me ah. a strength save, please, Kiki. Tracy, I get advantage on that because of uh, Ragnar stuff. Yes, you do. Oh, good job. I'm glad I do because I did not roll very well. Ooh, okay. Uh, 19. 19. You feel this force begin to pick you up. You guys watch as Kiki is launched 30 feet up into the air. Whoa. And then just slam down into the ground. Uh, take, uh, Take half of 36 points. Of oh, falling damage. Oh my god. The DC okay. was a 19, so you say. Um, so 18 damage? Yep. Jeez, we need healing. Uh, that will finish this legendary alive, action. Calumet, you are healing. up with McAllen on deck. Come on, healing. Oh, I got potions and shit. I forgot about that. You have all this <laughs> stuff that you have not used. No. I'm not wasting spell slots on you. Okay, fine, 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 whatever. <laughs> wow. You just look and you watch as you're like on the ground trying to get up after being slammed by the telekinesis ray. Calmex is just looking down at you. I'm not wasting spell slots on you. <laughs> they turn back around at the gun. Uh, Brash, I look at uh, I look at Brash and I say, "Use the healing, uh, the healing salve that the sergeant gave you." <laughs> Uh, he pulls a flashbang out of the bang- out of the bandolier and tosses it. All right. So the range on that is 30 feet. Oh, okay. First things first, I'll misty step towards it. So um, there's a bit of cover in the construction site. As you misty step within 30 feet of him, you're kind of slightly off to his right. And then you quickly hurl the grenade in his direction. Uh, go ahead and give me D20 and add your dex modifier to that, please. 19. You watch as it lands on the ground in front of him and... You watch watch as his eye shuts as he is now currently blinded in his main eye. And you watch as the eye stocks begin to just thrash about and begin to shoot in random directions. All right. And I go, he's so that blinded. Was your, that was your move, your action. Does that have a um, bonus action? Maybe? Uh, no, that, there was a bonus action, Misty Step. Uh, bonus action, action. So technically, you still have your move then. Yeah, I still have my movement. Uh, I would like to find full cover. <laughs> so as you go to run to find full cover, I need you to make a wisdom save, please. Oh, no. Oh, wisdom? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm fine. It's a 25. 25. Just as you're looking to look for cover, you can see the priest on the other side up on the platform. His free hand turned towards you, and you just hear this dissonant voice in your head. Death. And you feel yourself being squeezed in your mind. And you manage to resist his control of you, but it's weird. He tried to dominate monster on you. Almost uh, trying to get something out of you at that moment, but fails to. And he goes, damn it. 
you and hear, watch as his Nost- other hand begins to come around. Nostradamus starts talking to my head. That's what helped me resist. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, that'll finish your turn. McAllen. Uh, I would like to say one thing to McAllen. Yeah. McAllen, take care of the priest! And you watch as the big old form of Calamex dives down behind some debris and concrete barrier down in the construction pit. McAllen, what are you doing? Uh, Bad guys are on deck. Can I tell, like, what the... Um, what the features are to the spell that is being cast to open this gate? Like, is it... Um, uh, as a bonus action, you can make an arcane check. Arcana check. Well, I want to know if he's, like, if there's any kind of, like, if there's a verbal part to it, somatic. You get the feeling that the, the, the ceremony's already done. It's his concentration is the problem. Okay. So he's concentrating on whatever he's done. And is the area around him still uh, a pile of lava? Um, it's not lava, um, it's but the eruption has cast light. It lasts for a minute. Okay, so there's there's nothing at this point then that's uh, consistently damaging him. Yeah. Actually, let me look at the spell again. Oh, I lied. He failed a saving throw, so at the end of every, at the end of his turn, for as long as the light's there, he takes three d six points of fire damage until he puts himself out. He's on fire. Currently, you get the feeling that there's a globe around him. Oh yeah, well he had the globe, so never mind. So he's currently not suffering damage. Xanathar is staying on the edge of it, but everybody else now just completely is No one's now moving. All 30 of the Acolytes have been incinerated at this point. Okay. How far away is he from me? 80 feet. 80 feet. Shit. Um, okay, I'm going to start making my way towards him, and I'm going to shoot at him with the handgun. Go for it. Let's see. Dice down. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, quick, throw a child Uh, at him. (laughs) Do I have an advantage uh, with with Calamex's ability? As long as it's combat, yes. As long as it's combat related. <laughs> Kiki came back food. <laughs> Real surprise. Um, that's a 17 to hit. 17. You watch as the shots ricochet off the bubble that's around the priest. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> He's like, that sucks. Well, I'm not far from him at this point. Let's see. What do I want to do? I should just um, Twitch chat open and like watch what people are saying. Kind of sick, was it, Kiki? 
I'm going to. Um... I'm just curious. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna wait where I am right now, twenty feet away from him. See, that even me. That even made Enigma go get food. It's I was brisket. hungry. It's brisket, okay. broth. So you're now twenty brisket. feet from the priest. Mm-hmm. Taking cover. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that will finish your turn. The priest is going to unleash um, the beast's breath and focus his hate at you for a moment as you watch this swirl of energy in the form of a massive wolf head open up and try to chomp down on you. Um, give me a uh, strength save, please, McKellen. <laughs> it's on that one. Oh my god. You just feel many? this energy force slam down onto the cover and where you are and <laughs> crush you uh, for 23 points of force damage. Oh gosh. Are you down? I'm down. How you watch you as the still form of McAllen no! rolls off to the side, his tongue hanging out, a little bit of blood coming out of the corner of his mouth. Um, a blinded uh, Xanathar, one of the eye stocks randomly fires off, so he'll have disadvantage. Um, a cold blue ray slams in to where your cover is, uh, Calamex, and the cover and concrete <laughs> immediately turn into blocks of ice, freeze solid and begin to crack around you, but miss you completely. Uh, that will finish their turn. Brash, you are up. I'm about to not be. Uh, I am going to duck down behind the cover, and I'm going to pull that salve out and start slapping that shit all over myself. How many of these uses can I use? Um, I'll say you could easily put on three uses for your action. Okay. and it's So that's going to be 2d4 plus 4 three times. Okay. So numbers. 12. What? 12. Don't listen, so, Enigma. He doesn't. Uh, don't, don't, don't do that to my brain. <laughs> Just roll 64 and add 12. Jesus. Roll 64? That's a lot of fours. 64 of them? 64 fours. <laughs> I only have 40 fours. Give me a second. I always forget to check Discord for your guys' fucking gifts and memes. <laughs> oh, you made me lose my count. <laughs> Potato brain. I'm sorry. I'm using my phone app. Hold on. That'll be easier. I have a dice app. <laughs> for what I have to do big maths. So I'm adding 12 to 64. <laughs> Oh my god. I love the one where the stuffed tiger is getting beaten by the cat. <laughs> okay. Well, that got me some back. I'm like, so she's like slathers it all over herself. Like, <sighs> kind of looks like a half drowned cat because she probably put it all over her head um, in a panic. Yeah. And then she's going to rage, but of course her rage is like music 
space, so she kind of like war chants to herself under her breath <laughs> as my bonus action. <laughs> Mishka, Muska, Mickey, Mouse. <laughs> it's okay, Aki, you can say it. Fuck you, Enigma. Several <laughs> uh, times last night. So he was being a pain in the ass of the character creation last night. So I was anyway. being useful. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. How far is? He's about seventy feet from you. Okay. I don't have anything else I do. Well, I do have. I get two actions though. Move towards him. Beat him up with your hands. Or with whatever weapon you have. He's floating, floating, but he's on the ground where I can hit him. Yeah, he's not like up here. He's only about five feet off the ground. Can I use my other action just to use the machine gun? How many actions? You only get one action unless you're hasted. I thought I got. No, I get two attacks. You get get two attacks per action. That's right. (sighs) And you just use your entire action to heal yourself. Okay, so I'm gonna. So you rage, you heal, you heal yourself, then you rage, and now you have your move. I think I probably will just move closer. Oh, hi, Raid. <laughs> hey, Weave the Tail, thanks for popping in. Appreciate it. So yeah, I'm gonna probably uh, use my what's it called? My cat thing to move fast and get within range to where I can scratch. Okay. You leap up out from behind cover. You race across the open space in the direction of where Xanathar's form is over by the construction site. And you get within like 10 feet of covering that distance. Because your move is what? What's your total move? It's 40, but I use feline agility, so I get to move 80 feet. Oh. You launch yourself into base with the floating uh, beholders. You just sits there on like the very edge of it. Yeah. And you as the eye stock as the main eye is still blinded and the eye stocks are trying to react all around you. It's the unconscious McAllen. You see Calamix undercover watching as you charge in. Kiki is like hovering trying to figure out what to do. She invokes her arcane focus. However, with the effect of the erupted earth and that daylight it inadvertently calls in a, sh- a high explosive round from Slackjaw. All of you hear the atmosphere above you. We get our own layer effects! <laughs> and this explosion just goes off. But I'm right next to him. And that's where we're going to finish tonight, folks. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But did I get hit? That's what I want to know. Because this that's idiot just pushed so right next to him. Well, we're almost done. done three hours. Yeah. So, Let's keep going. No, I, I was, oh, I it's going to take a whole other session to resolve this. And I'm hoping um, uh, Memorous will Ooh. be back. And we can that get would be this. Oh, and we got a couple yes, followers. Yeah. Uh, Grimheld the Foul and Mr. Bombaza. Thank you for the follow. Really appreciate it. Um, be sure to check out our Discord. Uh, we will be doing our monthly giveaway next Monday for our final episode of Faerun Reborn. 
uh, next week. So be sure to join us there. Uh, this nightmare will return next Wednesday, seven o'clock, as we continue the fight um, uh, with Xanathar, uh, the new evil form that is Xanathar in the Terran plane of existence in L.A. during a zombie apocalypse. I mean, who writes this shit? I'm just you. saying. Oh, yeah, I wrote it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to keep us right at the three-hour mark because I have a very tired wife next door with a with a baby. Um, I tried oh, to get her baby, to... Your baby. My baby. My baby. Um, oh, hey, Scribbling Penny, thank you so much for the follow. Really appreciate it. Oh, and thank that you, reminds me. We're also trying to get to that 500 follower mark, so we're currently giving away... Um, uh, so go follow us on Twitter uh, to learn about our 500 uh, follower giveaway. When we hit 500, that means we can finally unlock the 1,000 follower goal, uh, which is going to be something super cool. Super, super cool. And I believe Enigma promised me it was something about a naked Latin man running across the screen. Yay! <laughs> oh, I, I was waiting for Enigma to go, wait, I'm Latin? <laughs> half no, 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 I'm black. I'm black. Half Latin, black. half black, no? I'm so, black. I'm black our today. schedule for the rest, right. uh, our schedule is the same. Monday, Favor and Reborn. Tuesday, Denizens and Their Masters. Wednesday, The Descendants. Thursday, the Lost Tales, a Star Wars adventure. Uh, nothing set for Friday yet, but we're working on it. Uh, Saturday, head on over to the D&D Club. Check us out, The Grain Lands, as we partner up with Adam and his group. Uh, Sunday, The Debtor's Gambit, uh, The Origins of the Rebels. And An Absent Throne, which is taking one more Sunday off as we have people that are missing. Um, and they should be back in about a week or so. And then our live in-studio game will be uh, back on. Uh, we're also building a new campaign coming to you in February, March. No, probably March, as March. we go to the land of Isola and we go to Vasselheim and we bring you a new Monday in-studio campaign as we uh, kick off the campaign Pike's Promise and make our way out into the wilds of Isola and Vasselheim. So, um, as I always like to say to all the folks out there, be kind, be safe. Play a game. You will love it. It's good for your mental health, and you will have fun. Good night, everybody. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for the raid. Weave the tail. Sorry we're up so late. Um, and we'll see you guys all tomorrow night for Star Wars. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>I'm looking to see who's up because we're always like we're always so late and there's so many people that may not be up so give me one second take a look to see who we can raid
Um, I know the dungeon run is la- wrapping up. The UST show is on. And dump up Let's see. Else. Let's go hang out with. Oh, somebody's playing Left for Dead 2. Let's go check oh. them out. You can take everybody who was watching who's still on and dump them all on somebody else's stream. I well, I don't like to use terms like dump on and we'll move you know. them over to. <laughs> now we're definitely dumping them you on. Them and you you understand them everyone that we're gonna shit you out understand. and put you on someone you else. Take your stream, like everybody watching your stream. Okay. And then you move them onto somebody else's stream. Okay. Why? Because it gives them viewers. Oh. Yeah. So it's like it's something that it's like oh this is something else you might be interested in. Oh okay, like like how ads how your phone listens to you, and it's well, like oh okay you, you might like be interested in this. Maybe you'll like. You know this what? Your or- paranoia yeah. is deeply appreciated, Kiki. Considering <laughs> the immense amount of technology involved in your character, I'm telling you right now. So it's like okay, okay. You you looked up Nikes. Would you be interested 